now. Alexa. Limelight by live. Rush. Limelight by Rush. July 24, 2017, and Rush is leading us in to what should be a Rush spectacular. However, as we head into SummerSlam here, 1724-444-7044, this is episode 103 of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, Howard, we are your Raw pre-show. Howard, joining me right now on the line from Front Row, Virginia, my human new- Human Suplex Machine, if you will, my tag team partner here on the Raw Radio side, Mr. John Gross. John, how are you today? Good. Good. As am I. And we want to Yes. Handy. yes, excellent. That is awesome. We want to acknowledge guest three is now in the chat. Guest three, welcome to the show. We're just getting started here. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared Hedrovalo, and we got a lot to talk about today, so let's get into it right now. Our first lead story, of course, is courtesy of WWE.com. However, according to WWE.com, Total Divas will be returning to E on Wednesday, September 6th, ladies and gentlemen. The season will feature eight hour-long episodes, however, and give viewers an exclusive look at the lives of Nikki and John, Bella and John Cena, as well as Daniel Bryan and, of course, his lovely wife, Brie Bella, who, of course, gave birth to their first child, Birdie Joe, as you know, earlier this year. However, here is the Season 2 synopsis right now. Season 2 of Total Bellas will kick off with Nikki and Cena's in-ring return to WWE while Brie and Bryan are in need of extra support as they enter the final weeks leading up to the arrival of baby Birdie. However, this season will follow Nikki on a road to Mania as she prepares for a dream tag team matchup alongside her fiancé, John Cena, all while balancing twin sister duties and being there for Brie as she prepares to become a mother. With Brian back on the road as WWE's general manager of SmackDown Live and Cena's career in Hollywood rising, the Bellas Bonds who put to the test will go stronger than ever. The sisters will go head-to-head also with exhilarating pregnancy and an emotional road to a long-awaited proposal as they step into the next chapter of their ever-changing lives. John, your thoughts about the new season of Total Bells just around the corner? Well, it's going to be interesting to see about this. Yes. And it should be very interesting to say the least. Of course, we will see the return of the Bella clan, of course, along with Mama Kathy and, of course, Brother JJ and wife and Sister Lauren. 
sister-in-law to the Bells, I should say, and of course, their ever-popular stepfather, Mr. People Power himself, John Laronitis, if you or Laryngitis, whatever you want to call him. Speaking of Total Divas, however, according to WWE.com, our season 7 of the Total Divas cast has been announced already, and here is your cast besides Nikki and Brie Bella. It will consist of Naomi returning, Maurice, Natalia, Lana back for another year, but newcomers include Alexa Bliss, your girl, which I don't understand what that is all about, Nia Jax, and Carmel, which is I'm about to throw up, literally. John, your thoughts about the new seven cast members or the new cast of Total Divas going into season seven? Alexa Bliss? Yes. I like. Mm, not fond of her. Carmella? Yeah. Nia Jax? Good. That's yep. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting, obviously. Well, I mean, all-star diva. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Right. And, go ahead. You were saying. Go ahead. Hopefully on the next season, they'll add yes. Bailey and Sasha Banks. But yeah, I, I'm surprised they didn't get Sasha or they didn't even get Charlotte like they were talking about originally. Speaking of Brie Bella... We understand she spoke with Life and Style magazine last week, however, about returning to the ring and wanting a second child. Here's what she had to say. I have to make a comeback to wrestling before living, having another child. I missed the ring. But I told Brian how I was just like, listen, I want a second one right now because he's like, let's do it. When Brody's less than a year old, how I was like, whoa, you're not the one who gets pregnant and goes through the motions in labor. So right now, no. <laughs> Your thoughts about Bree's comments here about this. My comments about this? Yes. Oh, man. I really hope she gets... She knows what she's doing. Yeah, I think she does. And like I said, there has been talk she might be coming back with Nikki this year at SummerSlam in less than a month from now, which is coming up on August 20th in Brooklyn. But we'll have to wait and see how that all uh, pans out, if you will. Speaking of Brooklyn, ladies and gentlemen, of course, August 19, of course, NXT TakeOver 3 will be held at the Barclays Center, the first of four nights in Brooklyn. It has been announced that Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre will meet for the NXT World title the night before SummerSlam, as well as Asuka taking on Ember Moon. Could this be the night Asuka loses her title to Ember Moon, however, and be on her way to the Raw or SmackDown roster? We really don't know, but we're going to have to wait and see. John, your thoughts about these matches already heading into TakeOver? You know, Asuka, she's never been beat. Ever right. since she's arrived yes. in NXT, she's never been beat. No, she's not. You're 100% right. And she's in for a big, she's probably in for the fight of her life, obviously. She knows that she's going to be in for a big, big, big challenge here at TakeOver. And, of course, with McIntyre and Rude, I expect that to be a really good match, however. And, of course, I do expect uh, Rude to retain somehow, some way. I'll be back in two seconds, Sean. So if you want to give out the number, I'll be right back. All right. 1-724-444-7444. Ideas. One three eight seven four four. Press pound. Press one. Join us on this very special edition of Monday Night Raw of uh, the Raw Radio. And yes, we are two years into the show. We are two years. I've heard that Thursday, July twenty seventh, 
celebrating the two-year Raw Radio anniversary. Yes, we are. And joining us on the line right now, as I see him on the line, too, and guess we again, we want to talk to you who are in the chat, is our good friend, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to episode 103 here on Raw Radio. We were just going over some of the news items, including the news about the Bellas, of course, and the new Total Divas cast that has been announced. That includes Nikki and Brie Bella, Carmella, Nia Jax, Alexa, Natalia, Maurice, Lana, and Naomi. Uh, Total Divas will be returning September 6th at 8 o'clock hour on the E! Network. Your thoughts about these two stories right now? Fonzie, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, well, your thoughts, though. We were just asking you for your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> this should be exciting. Yes. Of course, they'll be talking about uh, Nick, 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 of course, Bree and Daniel Bryan. Of course, we heard earlier today that Bree did say how at one point she wants to have a second child, but she also wants to return to the ring, believe it or not. And we've talked about uh, these two possibly, Nikki and Bree, possibly returning to the ring, ladies and gentlemen, at some point. The question is, how will they return in time for SummerSlam next month? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, another story that we're following, guys, of course, as we mentioned, of course, I mentioned to John right before we hit talk to the air, however, and Guest 4 is now acknowledging, however, hello, guys, this is our first time joining the show. Welcome to the show, Guest 4. If you want to give us a call and state your name, where you're from, we'd be glad to hear from you. Uh, Raw ratings last week did a 2.15 rating, however, up from 2.04 the week before, 1.9 two weeks ago. It was their best since April 17, which drew a 2.25, if you will. The same week a year ago, Raw drew to a 2.22 rating, and the average for the year is 2.1, with the average high through this week, however, well under the average of 2.4. That being said, the first hour drew 3.14 million viewers, the second hour 3.24 million viewers, and the third 3.08. John, I'll start with you on this one. Your thoughts about last week's show? Last week's show, I mean, it was an amazing show. I mean, they had good matches, and... It seemed like this meant those whole matches. Uh-huh. They were it was stacked. Yeah, it was like course, big time main event matches. Well, of course, the big main event obviously was that whole Samoa Joe uh, uh, Roman Reigns match, and of course, we all know about the Kurt Angle Jason Jordan thing. Uh, that being said, it was a very interesting night there in Music City, USA, Nashville, uh, to say the least. Uh, Fonzie, what were your thoughts about last week's show in Nashville? Uh. It was right. Uh, the end again, once again, somebody had to stick their nose in again. Yeah, that was, that was Braun Strowman. Oh, hey, come on, on Fonzie. Yeah, come on. Back, uh, oh, here we that go. That was a hell of a match. That was a hell of a fight last week until one guy had to stick their nose in it and ruined it. Yes, and so, right now, however, we want to acknowledge guest four. His name is Arel Patel from Florida. He is from the Chris Peeps radio podcast, however. Of course, he says he got this link from me that lives in in Pittsburgh, Alfonsi. He called in the Battleground show last night. So, Mr. Patel, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm your host here. If you would like to talk to my cohorts, uh, John Gross, the Suplex Machine, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie here, who's from my hometown of Pittsburgh as well, please call in. The caller ID is 138744-POUND. And guest three, we know you're also there in the chat as well. We acknowledge you, but he has left us. So, guest four, uh, Mr. Patel, as we said, Welcome to our show, and this is, of course, our 103rd show. Uh, but like I said, however, uh, go back to what you were saying, Alfonso. Sorry, you were saying about no, Braun Strowman. No, that was a great match until Ron Strowman had to ruin it. 
It did, but you know, but obviously we're going to see what happens tonight. Obviously in Washington D.C., of course we got a couple great matches tonight, if you will. Uh, Finn Bauer taking on Elias Sampson. Of course, there's been talk that Finn Bauer is questionable now after suffering uh, that injury last week to Sampson, where he got busted open pretty good hard way with the guitar shot, if you recall. Uh, we also know Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose will be taking on the Miz Ross of Miz, Bo Dallas, and Curtis Axel tonight with Maurice. That's going to be interesting. Uh, also tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we will have Bailey versus uh, Sasha Banks with the winner facing Alexa Bliss, however, at SummerSlam. But there's been talk they might turn that into a four-way. So, uh, guys, it's going to be a very interesting night, however, in uh, John's backyard of the nation's capital, if you will. Also, ladies and gentlemen, some other uh, non-wrestling news to report. However, first off, Fonzie, I know you're going to be happy to hear this. And, John, you might be interested, too. Brian Dumoulin of the Pittsburgh Penguins signed a new contract today, four years, $16 million. So he will be staying with the Penguins for six years, I should say, at $24 million. My mistake. I read the figure wrong. Six years at 24. So Brian Dumoulin is one of the two Penguins left in arbitration besides Connor the Sniper Sherry that will stay with the Penguins. So congratulations to him on a new contract. And congratulations goes out to Jordan Spieth, who held off Matt Kuchar yesterday, Howard, and what was a very thrilling British Open at Royal Birkdale over there in jolly old England, Howard. That was a very good match between him and Kuchar yesterday. Jordan Spieth now is one win away from the career Grand Slam. At the age of 23, he has not won the Augusta Green Jacket Masters Tournament yet. That is still in his midst, Howard. But so far, this guy continues just to wow the golf world with his play, Howard. John, I know you're not a golf fan, and Fonzie, I know you're not either. You've got to admit, 23, this guy is the future of golf. Indeed. I mean, yeah. congratulations to him yeah. all around. Certainly no question about it. Of course, we got a lot to talk about here this afternoon. Of course, before we get into anything else, just a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night we'll be back with our Double Dose Tuesday starting at 7 p.m. with Outside the Ropes, where we talk about the latest wrestling and non-wrestling news at 7 p.m. with King NWO Gerard T. Smith, who is probably going to join us this afternoon, along with the Black Widow, Michelle Lindodds, who, of course, is your tag team in Team Classy. However, if you will, of course, the caller ID is 139926. You can listen to Gerard and myself tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be very interesting, as you know. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, at 9 o'clock, we'll be talking about last night's uh, pay-per-view, which we'll be talking about here this afternoon in just a few minutes, however, uh, which was Battleground, of course. And we'll also recap Raw from last night tonight, uh, tonight's Raw tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, just after 9 o'clock when John gives you the latest birthdays and dates, however, in more ways than one. Of course, Gerard and I will have your news headlines for you in and out of the ring. And uh, our friend Mr. Patel says, I like to think Jordan Spieth is the next Tiger Woods, but better, and he laughs about it. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with you there, Mr. Patel. I like Jordan Spieth, too. I'm a big Ricky Fowler fan, too, along with Kuchar. But Jordan Spieth is just so calm, cool on the tee, however, when he goes out there and plays his game. He is one of the best golfers out there, and certainly he deserves a tip of the cap from myself and my colleagues and everyone out there. However, what a weekend he had there at Burkdale, despite the weather. However, even though it was a little nasty on Friday, it cleared up Saturday and Sunday, and at the end of the day, he definitely showed what he was made of by taking the Claret Jug home. So congratulations to Jordan. And all the people there at Royal Bork Delphi putting on quite a show there this week, however, at the British Open. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder, tonight at 11.30, as you see each and every Monday on Facebook.com and on Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 and the WCWS Revolution page, John will have a lot to say about Battleground and Monday Night Raw and other news going on in the world of pro wrestling. So, folks, stay tuned. It is going to get very intense in the 11.30 hour tonight, however, on Facebook.com as well as in the sites I've just mentioned. Uh, one other bit of news to report there, guys. Two things. First off, of course, we talked about last week. Shane McMahon was involved in a chopper incident. Uh, he is now okay, so that is good to report. We kind of reported on that last week. 
Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, there was no action taken on uh, Rusev after the comments he made, however, on Twitter last week, which I'm still amazed they went on with that match last night between him and John Cena. Of course, we'll talk more about that in just a little bit. But in the meantime, however, we're now going to turn it over to John for birthdays and dates. So, John, go right ahead with our birthdays and dates, please. Okay. I will do that here in a few seconds. But I want to acknowledge why. I want to acknowledge I'm glad that Shane McMahon is okay, and I'm glad he didn't. I think we all can. Yes, I would agree. I agree. And uh, Mr. Patel is telling us in his own thoughts right now, however, I hope that Bailey does beat Sasha Banks. However, since uh, Sasha has had her share in the Raw Women's Championship picture, I haven't seen Bailey win a title since she was in NXT. I would agree there, there, Mr. Patel. It has been a while since she defeated Sasha, obviously. And, of course, we remember that matchup a few years ago in Brooklyn, one of the best matches of the year, hands down. Okay. Good. All right. Now we're going to get... Let's get on to the history. Yes. All right. All right. Okay. And we, have, we don't have a big birthday to talk about so after this. After yes. All right. 22 years ago today, Vince McMahon is a quid out one count of conspiracy to distribute steroids. Yes, the infamous steroid 1292 you're referring to. Yep. I do remember that, yes. <clears throat> and I remember Hulk Hogan took the stand along with superstar Billy Graham, I think, and there was a couple other guys at the time. And at the time, I, it was on the Vince DVD, I think. Vince, uh, like you said, was acquitted. And at the time, how, if had he not been acquitted, he would have gone to jail. I know. So go figure. 21 years ago today on Monday Night Raw, yes. Shawn Michaels and Ahmed Johnson beat the Smoking Guns by DQ to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Why? Because mm. Farouk made his debut. That's right, Ron Simmons. Yes, I do recall that. Yes. Yep. 20 years ago today, Ultimo Dragon beat Lord Steven Regal win the WCW World Television Championship. Well, here's a guy who I always liked, Tower. You talk about great cruiserweights, Tower. We talked about a lot of the great cruiserweights of the past, and I was always a Dragon fan. I mean, this guy won at one time nine belts, however. I mean, he was a big, big title holder, and he was a big, famous guy in Mexico, but he was also a big name in Japan, if you recall. Uh, um. All right. This is 16 years ago today. WWE presented Invasion from the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes, I do recall that, yes. Yeah. Uh, it was a big main event, and it was huge. Rob yes. Van Dam beat Jeff Hardy, however, to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. But the main event yes. featured big-time main eventers. Yes. And big-time people who've already been in the Hall of Fame and are, I'm sure, destined to go into the Hall of Fame pretty soon. Certainly. No doubt. Yes. All right. Team WCW and ECW consisted of Booker T. Yes. Diamond Dallas Page. Yep. Rhino. Yep. And the Dudley Boys. Yep. Taking on Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, and Kane. Yes, and of course, Austin turned heel in this, I recall, again. Yep. 
He turned heel the third time. <laughs> yeah, twice within a span of a few months, because the second time he turned heel was a few months before WrestleMania 17, I remember. No, he was a, he turned heel the first time before, and then oh. he turned face before That's Invasion. That's right, you're right, you're right. Then yeah. he turned heel at Invasion, mm-hmm. you're right. yes, I turned know. face when Ric yes. Flair. That's right, I do recall that, yes, yes, okay. Yep. <clears throat> Fifteen years ago today on Raw from Grand Rapids, Michigan, yes. RVD beat Jeff Hardy in a title-for-title title ladder match to unify the Intercontinental and European Championship. Yep, and of course, Raw Van Dam is originally from Michigan in that neck of the woods, so go figure. That was a great match, I remember, too. This was Hardy's second, second defeat in a ladder match in four weeks, having also lost the ladder match for the WWE title to the Undertaker on July 1st. That's right. I do remember that now. Yeah. The show also ended with Brock Lesnar declaring himself a free agent. Oh, that's right. Yes, I do remember that now. Yep. Yep. Ten years ago today, WWE presented the Great American Bash from the HP Pavilion in San Jose, California. Yes, and this wasn't one of the better bashes because I remember they tried to revive it, how, and it just really was lackluster. Yep. You want to talk about lackluster? Please. Hornswoggle won the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. That's right, and they also had Dusty versus Randy in a Texas Bull Rope match, if I remember correct. Yep. Nine years ago today, WWE announced they would carry the TVPG rating. Yes, this would be the first time they would do that, I remember, yes. Yep. Um, let's see, what else? So, we, so, like I said, we have some huge birthdays. So, I'll get on to that right now. Happy uh, 34th birthday to Fundango. Yes. Happy 36th birthday to Kenny King. Yep. And today would have been the 58th birthday of David... Von Erich, one of Von Erich. Yes, a very unique individual, however, who, of course, passed away very young in 1984. Yep, and he was all set to take on Ric Flair as well, because I watched the WCCW on yes. the WWE oh, Network. Oh, yes, Which? I remember they had that piece, yes, yes, I heard about that piece. Well, let me ask you this, and I asked this to Chen, I'm going to ask Fonzie the same question, guys. Uh, had David Von Erich lived, however, even I know before the year before he died, however, they started Starcade and everything. Had he been around, however, or I mean, like I said, a little longer and everything like that, do you think, however, he would, him and the Von Erichs would have shown up in the NWA Starcade, the very first Starcade, and taken on teams like, say, the Briscoe Brothers or Steamboat and Youngblood? John, I'll ask you that question first. Yes. I would think so, too. I, I would definitely think so. Fonzie, what about you? Yeah. You say yes, too. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we're all unanimous, guys. I, I mean, that would have been a great match to see if the Von Erichs taking on guys like the Briscoe Brothers or even Steamboat and Youngblood or Sergeant Canoodle. I mean, there were some great uh, teams back in the old early mid-'80s at Mid-Atlantic and Georgia Championship Wrestling, like we've mentioned. Those two teams I mentioned, the Road Wars, I think, would have been interesting to see. So uh, it would have been unique, no question about it. Okay, John, please continue. Yes, Davis' brother, Kerry, did beat Ric Flair for the NWA World Title. He wore a robe yes. honoring David on the day of the match and during his run as champion. Yes, that's right, but he didn't last very long as champion, I recall. 18 though. days. 
Yes, less than three, less than two and a half weeks. So that 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 is correct. You are right. Yes. Happy seventy seventh birthday to uh, Alex Trebek. Yes. And uh, I know that Will Ferrell would have Will Ferrell's played that skin on sound, but yes, uh, the connection with Will, uh, like I said, the connection with uh, Alex is WrestleMania seven. Yeah. So is Alex Trebek leaving Jeopardy soon? I don't think so. He's been around the game show circuit really for about 40 years. I mean, he's done Jeopardy for about 25, 26, 27 years, something like that. And I know for a fact he used to do the old Double Dare show, the 70s, back on CBS when it ran in the mid-70s, however, like 76 through 78, 79. He's also done Classic Concentration and a couple other games. I don't see him getting out of the game show business anytime soon. He's still one of the originals along with uh, Pat Sajak, believe it or not. I don't think Today he's Today would have been the 80th birthday also of Hiro Masada. Yes, Hiro Masuda, the man who trained Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, Ron Simmons, Hulk Hogan, of course, Hulk Hogan went to him after working with the Briscoe Bars while he was in high school. And I remember hearing the story, and I'm sure you guys remember hearing the story, too, that when Hogan first trained with Matsuda, Matsuda broke his ankle his first day. And Hogan almost never came back to wrestling because Matsuda really applied pressure to him. And, of course, in the mid-'80s, he would also be a member of the Yakahiji Corporation. I'm, my Japanese is a little bad, so bear with me. But he was also a member of Ric Flair and the Horseman for a time. Uh, he also, of course, put, I remember he had a feud with Johnny Weaver, the late announcer slash uh, NWA uh, commentator, announcer, as well as wrestler, putting him in a sleeper at one point, making him bleed and causing Dusty Rhodes to fight Matsuda in the ring at one time. Yeah. So, so I remember. They would have been the 94th birthday of the fabulous Mula. The queen of official, the queen of queens, when it comes to women's wrestling, there is none better. We know the Spider Lady from 85. Her battle with Wendy Richter, of course, in WrestleMania 1. Of course, uh, her good friend, Mae Young, of course, back in the day, of course, who trained with her and uh, was her lifelong best friend. Of course, they are actually, I think Chad mentioned this on uh, Saturday, actually, on the uh, Power Hours. By the way, every every Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, at 4 p.m., you can listen to the Power Hour here on Talk Show 141364-pound. Uh, I think they are actually next to each other uh in the cemetery that they they live in, I think they're in down in the Carolinas, I think in South Carolina or North Carolina, I think it's South Carolina, but they're next to each other. However, as far as uh, plots next to each other, because they were very good friends for a long time. All right, and I think we have one more birthday to get. Yes, fire away. Oh, I am fire away. <laughs> All right, we've talked about this man on. Many occasions, so we're going to say it again. Happy 52nd birthday to the hot break kid, Shawn Michaels. Yes, Mr. WrestleMania, one of my all-time favorites. Of course, the man we named Fonzie, the nickname for the heartbreak kid. Happy birthday to good old H.B. Shizzle, if you will, however, today. Or on Saturday, excuse me, uh, Sean, of course, a member of the Click, the first grand, one of the first Grand Slam winners of the '90s. Of course, he was, of course, in so many great matches: the first ladder match, the first Iron Man match, the first ever, uh, like I said, career versus uh, title matches. I mean, he had so many great matches over the year, and like also in the first ever Elimination Chamber. That's right. I forgot about that. Thank you, John. Yes, you First are. ever Hell in a Cell as well. He, he, he's done a lot, no doubt about it. I mean, he's been in battles with a lot of greats over the years. Austin, Rock, Hogan, 
uh, Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash. I mean, the list goes on. I mean, you can write a book on this, however. I mean, he is definitely one of a kind. And, of course, like we said, folks, he is a member of the famed clique with Triple H. He, of course, is also a member of uh, the Hall of Fame. And he should be a two-time Hall of Famer at some point, I feel, because I think he'll go in as a member of DX at some point. But we'll have to see. And uh, like I said, however, like I said, our good friend, Mr. Guestforce, saying much respect to Shawn Michaels. I would definitely agree. I mean, I've been a Shawn Michaels fan for 25 years, folks. And I'll tell you, I still get goosebumps anytime I watch a match of his, whether it's old school or new. He's and also, J.D., yes. he was also the first man to enter at number one and win the 1995 Royal Rumble match. That, that's correct. Yes, you are right on that, John. You are won the Royal Rumble match itself wasn't good. Shawn Michaels made it happen. Yep. He did, no doubt about it. You are 100% right on that, sir. I I agree with you. He, he is a one-of-a-kind individual, and like I said, he will go down as one of the best, if not one of the all-time greats, without question. Okay. One of the, great, go, we'll see, one of the greatest superstars of WWE history. No, will no question. No question. I think we're all going to agree there. There's no question about it. There's no question about it. All right, let's go to Sunday. All right. Sunday it is, man. July 23rd, 2017. And uh, before John gets out, just a quick reminder on uh, a specific date that happened last week, ladies and gentlemen, that John did not mention, and it's kind of unique, however, that happened, uh, I believe it was Friday. Friday was the 20th, right? Yes. Okay. It was very... No, the 21st. The 21st. Okay, last Thursday, it happened back in 1969. Man walked on the moon for the first time believe it on 1969. So a very historical fact there from 1969. 45, uh, yeah, I'm going to say 45 or 46 years, uh, 48 years ago, 48 years ago. I'm right. That happened uh, last Thursday. Very, very unique. Okay, go ahead, John. 33 years ago today, MTV presented a brawl to end it all from Madison Square Garden in New York City. Yes, I do remember this. Yes. This event sparked by a chance meeting between Cindy Lauper and Captain Lou Abano while filming the music video for Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. Yep. And, of course, Cindy Lauper later on, however, would grow to respect Captain Lou, and they became very close friends, however, after this, because, uh, like I said, I think it was her got her foot in the door. I mean, through talking to Captain Lou, I think it was Captain Lou who also mentioned it to Vince McMahon at the time, her role in WrestleMania 1 and, of course, the uh, famed war to settle the score prior to WrestleMania 1. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Wendy Rector beat the Fabulous Moolah to win the WWE Women's Championship. That is correct, yes. Yep. 28 years ago today, NWA presented the Great American Bash Glory Days. Yes. And that was with actually one of the, that was a great pay-per-view, I remember, too. Yeah, with Sid Vicious and Dan Spivey. Winning a two-ring King of the Hill Battle Royal. Yes. Yep. Sting defeated the Great Muda to retain the NWA television title. Yes. And Ric Flair beat Terry Funk to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. You said that was in 1989, right? Yes. 25 years ago today and two days ago today, Bret Hart defeated Shawn Michaels in the first ever ladder match. That's right. The WWE Intercontinental title. 
That's right. And you talk about the 89. Get back to 89 for just a minute, folks. And John Fonzie, I remember that 89 year quite well because that was the year, however, Rick had a lot of great matches. I mean, he had those three great matches with Steamboat, of course, Chi-Town Rumble in February one, when Steamboat won the title. Then, of course, the two out of three falls affair in New Orleans at the Superdome, the same as WrestleMania five. And, of course, in May, of course, he would fight uh, Steamboat one more time and, of course, get the belt off of Steamboat this time with Flair uh, at, in Nashville in Music City. However, it was called the Music City Miracle. But uh, you talk about three great matches there. And, of course, Terry Funk, the Great American Bash in Baltimore in 89. That was a great match, too. And then later that year, he would fight Terry Funk, of course, in the I Quit match at Clash of the Champions 9, New York Knockout. So uh, Flair had quite a 1989 year, to say the least. He had some pretty good four- or five-star matches that were right up there, some of the best of them. 17 years ago today, WWE presented Bully Lennon 2000. Yes. That was the night Benoit thought he had won the title from uh, yes. The Rock in Dallas. Yes. I remember that one. Yep. 16 years ago on Raw War from Buffalo, New York, yes. Storm beat Albert in the WWE Intercontinental title. I do remember that, yes. And, of course, Albert, now known as Jason Albert, or one time known as Sweet Tea Lord Tenzai from Japan. Uh, he's done very well with himself down as a trainer in NXT. How He's sort of taking over the Bill DeMott role, in a way. WWE, for 11 years ago today, WWE presented the Great American Bash. And that was uh, from... 2006. No, but I'm saying, where was it, I'm saying? In Seiko Fieldhouse. Okay, Indianapolis. Okay. Yep. And this was the first time the Punjabi prison match was held. That's right. Yes, you're right. I do recall that now. Yep. With the Undertaker defeating the Big Show. Yep. I gotta say, this was that was one of the best Punjabi prison matches yeah, ever. They've, they've done three of them. That was definitely one of them. Of course, we'll talk about the other one that happened last night, which was number three here shortly. And King Booker. Beat Rey Mysterio to win the World Heavyweight Championship for the sixth time. That's right. I do remember that now, yes. Yep. Five years ago today, WWE presented the 1,000th episode of Monday Night Raw. And here it is. What was it again? You said five years ago? Yep. And now look at it now. I think it's like a 1,250, 1,300, 1,350, something like that. I don't know. But it sure. was an average of 6 million viewers watching the first episode of the three-hour three era, the most since 2009, and a number that hasn't been broken since. That's right, yeah. And we had a lot of returns. Yeah. DX returned as a group since 2000. Yep. Jim Ross did yep. commentary. Yes. Mick Foley appeared as Dude Love. That's right, I do remember that. Yep. And legends such as Jim Duggan, Roddy Piper, Sid Vicious, Vader, Ron Simmons, Bob Backlund, and DDP. Yep, they were all there. And also, The Rock returns to face the challenge to WWE Champion at the Royal Rumble, AJ Lee, just That's moments before she was going to get married, was announced as the new general manager of Raw. That's and also, right. yes. Kane and The Undertaker yes. reunited as well when they attacked Jinder Mahal and his crew. Yes, and look at Jinder Mahal now. We'll talk about that here shortly. Yes. 
We had one title change, though. The Miz beat Christian to win the WWE Intercontinental title. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Happy 30th birthday to Zack Sabre Jr. Yes, the guy who, of course, never got a break in the WWE yet, which is a shame because he's been a very good performer, I think, in other federations like Lucha Underground, I think. He's done some work, I think, in ROH. I'm not real sure, but I know he's the big star in Lucha. That I do know. Today would have been the 30th birthday, however, of Piero Aguayo. Yeah, Piero Aguayo, yes, the man who got hurt in that very very unfortunate freak accident a few years ago. Yes, I do recall that, yes. Oh, no, two years two years gone by. Yep, scary. Too soon. Way too soon, you're right, no doubt about it, John. Yeah, he could have gone... The WWE. I after. He could have won the T- Global Force or Ring of Honor or WWE. I agree. Yeah, he was very talented, no doubt about it. Yep. Thirty years ago today in Houston, Texas, Sherry Martell beat the Fabulous for the WWE Women's Championship. Hmm. Interesting. Twenty-one years ago today, the Steiner Brothers beat Harlem Heat to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Yes. 18 years ago today in Toronto, Edge defeated Jeff Jarrett to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Yep, right up in our good friend GTS's neck of the woods, Howard. And speaking and of Raw, Raw, story, Edge was not even aware he was going to win the title that night until the referee made the three count. Huh. And I know Raw will be up in Toronto in GTS's neck of the woods. They're talking about Toronto, Toronto, big town, of course, over the years. Home formerly of the Maple Leaf Gardens, uh, Maple Leaf Wrestling, of course, and uh, formerly of WWF uh, head big uh, uh, former vice president, well, I wouldn't say vice president, but uh, the on-screen air commissioner of the late, great Jack Tunney, believe it or not, whose father, I think, Frank Tunney, used to run uh, the Maple Leaf Wrestling shows up there at the old Maple Leaf Gardens there in Toronto. 17 years ago today on Nitro, Lance Storm beat Big Vito in a title-for-title match to win the WCW Hardcore Championship. Hmm, interesting. Storm's WCW United States title was also at stake. Yes, I do recall that, yes. 16 years ago today, at SmackDown taping, Kurt Angle beat Booker T by submission to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. And speaking of Kurt Angle, I think I mentioned it to Chad, or maybe I maybe mentioned it to you, John. Did you see that new 24 special of Kurt Angle a while back? No, I didn't. It's good. It's about a 50-minute show. That's the one with Dixie premiering on that one. That's not the new one. It's true. It's true. I mean, maybe I'll have some sound bites out of that unless it's the same one. But if not, uh, the 124 special about Kurt Angle, however, that aired a few weeks ago with Dixie on it, I think it was two weeks ago, uh, very, very unique, to say the least. You might want to check that out, however. Uh, it's a very it's like a 45, 50-minute uh, thing, however. It's really good. They interview Dixie, Big Show. Uh, they show a clip of Hunter and Stephanie. Uh, they also have interviews with Samoa Joe. It's, it's really good, actually. I was very impressed with what I saw. Yeah. Twelve years ago today, WWE presented the Great American Bash from the HSBC Arena in Buffalo, New York. Yes, I do recall this. The event is noted for the final appearance of Muhammad Hassan. Yes, because he would be let go shortly thereafter. Yeah, because of what happened in one, because of the London bombing. 
That's right, and WWE raised their eyebrows to him about that. I do recall because he said something that in a promo. I recall that. Yeah. So, but the Legion of Doom, Heinrich, and Road Warrior Animal beat yes. Eminem to win the WWE Tag Team title. Yes. Um, 11 years ago today, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H had their first child together, Aurora Rose. So, happy birthday to her indeed, yes. Sir. Happy 11th birthday. Ten years ago today, WWE signed Ted DiBiase Jr. to a developmental deal. Huh. Yep. Um, two years ago today, Hulk Hogan was released from the WWE. He got fired because of saying a racist thing. Yes, I recall that. We do recall that, yes. But however, he beat he he was not guilty. Yes. All right. One year ago today, WWE presented Battleground from the Verizon Center in Washington D.C. And guess who showed up down there? Yes, you did. Oh, yes, I did. Your boy made it to Washington D.C. to see the event. Yes. Very, very unique, to say the least. And here's what I saw. Bailey made her WWE main roster debut. Yes. And also Mojo Rowley made his WWE main roster debut. Yes. I saw a good match between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. That was a great match. I remember that one, yes. Yes. Dean Ambrose beat Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins in a triple threat match retain the WWE World Heavyweight title. Good match there, although they could have saved it for SummerSlam after right. Battleground. But right. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Because of the draft. Uh, I understand now. Yes. Um, today's a happy 42nd birthday for Tori Wilson. Yes. Yep. And happy 54th birthday to Carl Malone. The mailman, yes. Uh, before you go, is that, is that all we got as far as birthdays go on Sunday? Yep. Okay, before you start on Monday, I just want to tell uh, Fonzie this. I, I mean, know. I'm done with Monday now. Oh. That was Monday. That's today. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. So, happy, okay, happy birthday to both of them. Okay, I, I did not know. Sorry about that there. What, did we have anything for Sunday yesterday, though? Yeah, I, yeah, I did Sunday, too. Who was Sunday? Birthday-wise? I mean, I didn't catch that. Sorry. It was Sunday. Uh, yes. Sunday was Paro. Paro Yeah. Okay. And uh, before we go on, I just want to uh, uh, get a chance. I think I put in the Movie Fans Worldwide page 2.0. You'll have to check it out, John. I didn't know Fonzie saw this or not. Uh, Fonzie, did you get a chance to read uh, Ron Cook's column yesterday at all in the Post-Gazette? About what? There was an article about I'll Bruno. Back okay. About uh, Bruno. It was about Bruno San Martino. Uh-uh. Very good piece. You might want to go back online and try to find it if you can. If you have the paper still from yesterday, you might want to check it out. He's going to be having a statue unveiled of him in a couple of weeks. He's going back to Italy, however. Ron Cook interviewed him for the second time in less than a couple of months. And he's going back there to Italy next week, however, next weekend, actually. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Uh, they're going to build they're going to have the statue of him in the museum, in a museum named after him in his hometown of Italy. Yeah? 
And uh, also, we want to acknowledge our good friend, Mr. Patel's birthday was on July 17th, so happy birthday to him. Yeah, so congratulations to the true living legend, the man of Pittsburgh, who we're trying desperately, 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 hopefully we'll have on at some point, Bruno San Martinez. I'll tell you what, we have Bruno on, and I hope we do when he gets back from Italy, maybe sometime before the end of the summer, early this fall, Howard, you can bet there's going to be, that, that show will take up almost two and a half, three hours, because there will be stories from all of us asking questions, like, what was it like going in the ring with guys like uh, Ernie Ladd and the neck injury with Stan Hansen, the whole thing with feud with Larry Sipesco of 1980, among others, happy. So, I mean, like I said, I'm sure uh, I have some questions from but uh, Fonzie is desperately trying, hopefully, to get our good friend, his friend, to get Bruno on our show. So hopefully we'll have him on at some point. So that would be nice. In the meantime, we're going to get back to John here shortly. But like I said, however, uh, we talked about last week's Raw. We talked about tonight's Raw, how we're going on with some of the matches there, guys. Let's now talk about last night's Battleground pay-per-view, as I believe is, uh, like, is John returned with us? John, are you back with us? Okay, I don't think he's back with us, however. So we'll start without him when he returns, however. But I'll start with you, Fonzie, however, with the Battleground prediction of the overall wrap-up from last night, however. Uh, before we get into the matches, uh, maybe a quick summary of what you uh, thought of the show. Uh, well, you tell me, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty bad. I mean, it was, honest to God, pretty damn bad, I gotta say. It was not one of the better events of the year, like I said. I thought it was a lot worse. Then, like I said, truth be told, I thought it was a lot worse, however, than uh, Payback, if you ask me. I just was not really entertained by it last night. I just, yeah, I was not really uh, sold on it last night. And like I said, I'm looking right here, however, this is the story, however, uh, from ESPN as of this morning. The doctors, excuse me, the Dodgers have not officially disclosed the timetable for how long Clayton Kershaw will be sidelined, but the ace pitcher is expected to miss a month to six weeks maybe five weeks, based on an initial diagnosis of his injured back. So the Dodgers are going to be without their big gun for a while, however. Despite the fact they're playing good ball, however, they're going to be without him for a little while. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Dodgers keep on pressing on in the National League West, because right now it seems like there's no one that can light a candle to them. Not San Francisco, not Colorado, not even Arizona. And uh, speaking of San Francisco, of course, tonight the San Francisco Giants will be playing my our Pittsburgh Pirates here in my hometown team. Of course, the train deadline is a week from today, so we'll be keeping you up to date throughout the week. If there are any big blockbuster deals going along, there is some talk. Manny Machado of the Baltimore Orioles might be out of Baltimore very soon, uh, mind you. And uh, Mr. Patel says, however... Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm here. Okay. Uh, 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 we were just getting ready to talk about uh, Battleground, however... Before we broke down each match individually, uh, John, a quick summary of the uh, Battleground show, however, before we break down each match individually. I thought Battleground was okay. Yeah, I thought it could have been better personally, like I said, and Fonzie, of course, gave us his opinion because he did. I told him what happened last night, or, in the, or should I say this morning, if you will. So let's get into it, guys, and talk about last night's show. Live Do we have more guests on the line? 
As of now, no, we do not. But uh, hopefully, we will have our our new friend, uh, Mr. Gaspar, uh Mr. Patel, calling us from Florida. However, like I said, again, he I did tell he did say to us at the start of the show he got this link for me. Of course, when I called into the Chris Peep show last night, however, and like I said, however, like I said, however, is very. Pleased that you are listening to us, Mr. Patel. You can listen to our shows each and every Monday here. Before we get into that, however, a quick reminder on Wednesday, we'll have a triple threat Wednesday, as we do every Wednesday. 141387 with Outside the Ropes, so movies, pop, movies, pop culture, and politics news, of course, beginning at 6.30 p.m., as well as the movie trivia contest hosted by Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, and, of course, assisted by me. 8 o'clock, the wrestling debate, of course, is on with Michelle, myself, and King NWO, Jordan T. Smith, as well as sometimes John and the rest of the gang, 139925-pound. And, of course, we're back with Revolution to recap SmackDown each and every Wednesday, 138055-pound every Wednesday. And, of course, this Wednesday, I can tell you right now, we're going to have a very spirited debate show about what went down this past week at Battleground. I'm sure also what happened on SmackDown uh, coming up tomorrow night, which they will be live tomorrow night from the Richmond Coliseum. Our own Black Widow will be attending the show tomorrow night with her son, Caleb. So I imagine she'll have a lot to say about the show. Uh, hopefully Wednesday night when she returns to the airwaves or at some point today, maybe give us her thoughts if she does come on the line today. But, of course, we will be talking about SmackDown Wednesday night, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on the Revolution page uh, coming up here this week on Talk Show. And, of course, this week on Debate should be a very interesting show as well. The call ID for Debate is 139925-POUND. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, let's now get into the official uh, talk about Battleground. Of course, the first match of the night, ladies and gentlemen, of course, was Ty Dillinger taking on Mr. Uh, Singer himself, as I call him, Aiden English. This went 10 minutes long, or about 9 minutes and 40 seconds long. In the end, Ty Dillinger did not score a perfect 10 here. As a result, he came up a little short in his Mm -hmm. effort, if you will, however, by uh, somehow falling a little short in his effort here. Uh, John, i got to ask you your thoughts about Aiden English pulling off the upset here against uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ty Dillinger. Aiden English with a big win here. Shocking. Yes, I would agree. I would definitely agree there. No question about it. I was really shocked myself. I mean, I did not think they were going to give him a win like this. And this really uh, just blew my mind, to say the least. Uh, again, they did not announce, however, last night, how the attendance for the show, however, surprisingly throughout the night. But I did hear that uh, at... WWE's Great Balls of Fire a few weeks ago. Uh, the attendance of that show, in case you were wondering, did not hear about it. I think I mentioned last week, but if I didn't, officially 16,579 packed into the American Airlines Center in Dallas just a few weeks ago in the home of the Dallas Cowboys, which, of course, are in a little bit of trouble right now, especially with their star running back. Uh, speaking of which, uh, let's go now to uh, Fonzie with his thoughts about Aiden English and Ty Dillinger. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about Aiden English pulling off the upset against the perfect 10 Ty Dillinger here in 9 minutes, 45 seconds. Why do you have this match on? Why? Yeah, that's a good point. Why did they have that match? Yeah, yep. but I guess uh, they shouldn't have that match. They should have something else. Yeah, well, I would agree. I definitely agree. No doubt about it. I would I would definitely agree with you. Uh, definitely they need some time to kill uh, before the main, uh, before the show started, so I guess they wanted to make it interesting. Uh, so go figure. Up next, of course, was our first match of the night, ladies and gentlemen. However, it was the Uso Boys taking on the New Day. And, of course, the New Day came out wearing red, white, and blue, Apollo Creed trunks, if you will, from Rocky One, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, it became a New Day indeed. However, the New Day now have held both the Raw and SmackDown tag team titles after defeating the Usos last night as the New Day 
became, well, let's just say champs once more. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you on this one. I know you've got to be very happy about Kofi and the boys capturing the gold once again by defeating the Usos. Yep. The new, new, the new day rocks. Yes, the they new do. New day rocks. Yes. And they definitely showed last night they rocked and rolled, no question about it here. Although I do think the Usos will get a rematch at some point, maybe at SummerSlam, maybe this week at SmackDown. We're going to have to wait and see. Uh, John, your thoughts about New Day and the Usos? I thought this was a pretty good match, if you ask me, except for the ending. Yep, good match. I mean, the super kick by on the Usos was great. Yes. Good tag team match, I mean... Yes, and they, they have good chemistry. All four of them have good chemistry. It seems like they, they really gel well with each other. And I think more and more the Usos are continuing to be doing really well with the heels. I like where they're going more and more with the Usos. I'm glad that, I mean, I mean, even though at one point I was kind of down on the New Day, however, and I kind of was, I got to admit, however, the New Day definitely showed last night that, like uh, Fonzie said, they rocked, however. Uh, it was a very good match, however, and you got to give uh, credit where credit's due. Uh our friend Mr. Patel tells us in his opening thoughts about the matchup uh, between Dillinger and uh, English. I hate how WWE is treating the wrestlers that have started in NXT, such as Perfect Hentai Dillinger. He is great with the crowd. Yes, I would agree, Mr. Patel. I think John would agree, too, and maybe Fonzie as well. Yeah, they are wasting Ty Dillinger, no doubt about it. I just don't know why they're giving this guy no love or no rub at all. It's just It just makes me sick, however. I mean, I'm hoping they start to do something with him soon. Otherwise, what was the point of bringing him up? And uh, we just talked about the tag match, so if you would like to share your thoughts on that, we will uh, continue to read your thoughts, Howard, during the course of this breakdown show. So please give your thoughts on the tag match as we go into the next match here at Battleground. It was the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura, taking on the Lone Wolf, Baron Corbin. Uh, as a result, however, Corbin ended up losing this match by DQ. However, however, the story here was the way it ended, however, when Nakamura got kicked well down below the belt, shall we say. John, this was an okay matchup, but it seemed like it was a little sluggish, too. What were your thoughts about Nakamura and Corbin and how the finish went there? It was well. Uh-huh. Certainly. I mean, it was well delivered. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like the way he won. Yeah, oh, I agree. I, I, I agree. I would agree. I think that was a little shaky there, too, no doubt about it. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you. What were your thoughts about Nakamura and Corbin and Corbin losing here by DQ as Nakamura somehow won despite getting hit below the belt? Uh, they got to take a cheap shot away. They can't fight fair and square. Yes. Yeah. Certainly, certainly. I would agree. Good points all around from both of you. And uh, Mr. Patel tells us now, I'm happy that the New Day of the Tag Team Champions are good with the little kid audience since they have bootios and unicorns. And yes, I would agree there, Mr. Patel, no doubt about it. I would agree there. Uh, we just talked now about the Nakamura-Corbin match, so you can weigh in on that one, too, if you wish. However, anyone wants to give us a call, please give us a call, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 Caller ID, one pounds This is episode 103 on Monday, July 24th, 2017. we got the Human Suplex Machine. we got the Heartbreak Kid, and, of course, we got the Iceman, as well as our good friend and our new friend, Mr. Patel from Florida, from the... Uh, show which you can check out on YouTube power entitled The Chris Peep Show P-E-E-P-Z however mind you uh, checking in with us however what, what show is that? it is called The Chris Peep Show oh, God. 
Yeah, but I talked to this guy last night, Howard. Like I said, this guy's pretty good. This guy's based out of uh, Mick Foley's hometown. And, of course, this is one of his main guys, Howard. And, like I said, Howard, we would like to acknowledge him in the chat box as well. All right, guys, let's talk about the next match on tap, Howard. Obviously, the women's match. Charlotte, Becky, Lana, and Tamina, however, were in battle here, as well as Natty. In the end, Natty wins here in a shocker, as it turned out to be a surprise that she defeated Charlotte Flair. John, you're pretty, you were pretty surprised when this happened, as was I. So now it looks like we're going to have Natty and Naomi for Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, please. Well, I mean, I thought it was going to be Becky Lynch or Lana or Charlotte. But... Yes. Yes. I was surprised that was Natalia. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly, I would agree. No question about it. I would definitely agree with you there. And uh, I got to say, I was surprised myself even whenever it turned out to be uh, her uh, winning uh, this matchup because I thought it was going to be Charlotte Howard. Of course, I had made a bet with our own last kicker, Amory Erkenbach, in that match. So, unfortunately, that uh, bet is now a wash, however. As a result, Natty ends up now going on to face uh, Natalia here at uh, NXT, or excuse me, not NXT. Uh, we'll be competing with her at SummerSlam. Uh, Fonzie, let's get your thoughts about Natty winning the Fatal 4-Way here, however, and going on to face now, it looks like Naomi. I thought it was a 5-Way. Yeah, but like I said, Natty was the one who won it, though, however. Uh, okay. Uh, congratulations to her. She beat everybody. Yes. No doubt about it. And uh, our friend Mr. Patel says, however, about the Nakamura match, I think Nakamura should be in the championship pitcher since he's a good wrestler. I do think that's coming. I would agree there. I do think, however, before the year's out at some point or early next year, I think that's going to be the case. And then he says, uh, as far as the women's match go, I agree with J.D. that Natalia shouldn't have won, but I wanted Tamina to win since they're not letting her to be in the championship pitcher. Yeah, I kind of agree with that a little bit. I think Tamina's kind of been put off to the side for a while. I kind of agree with that, too. Definitely. There's some good points there you bring up there, Mr. Patel. No doubt about it. I agree with you both in those uh, comments. Up next, of course, was AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens for the U.S. title. The phenomenal one was only champ for two weeks here, and then as a result, there was a very shaky finish here involving AJ and KO. AJ loses the belt after two weeks in less than 18 minutes here as KO regains the belt two weeks after losing it to AJ at the Garden. John, let's get your thoughts on this one. What was your take on the AJ KO US title? I mean, good match here, but uh, I think they could have gone on a little bit longer. Yeah, I could have, could have wanted to see him maybe go another three to four, maybe five minutes. I think that would have been good over 20 minutes or 22 minutes. That would have been interesting. But uh, that leads the big question to say now, does AJ use his rematch clause uh, this week on SmackDown, or does AJ get the belt back again at SummerSlam? Do they continue to feud on a little longer? Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I can tell you that right now. It's going to be very, very interesting to say the least, however. Uh, that said, however, it will be very interesting, however. Uh, we'll definitely be keeping our eyes and ears peeled on that. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you now, however, with your thoughts about AJ and KO. Uh, I don't like this story too much. <laughs> yes, but could you say at this point, however, that basically AJ should have uh, stayed champion a little longer? Because I think they kind of yeah. uh, got too worse. I think, too, I think they... Made him drop the belt way too soon, if you ask me. I really just think that yeah. was uh, the way I saw it. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Uh, 
Yeah. Yep. And uh, however, Mr. Patel says, I wonder why the U.S. titles switched stands so quickly. I would agree there. I don't understand that either, especially a few weeks after AJ had just won in the Garden. I mean, I thought they were going to keep the belt on for at least to SummerSlam into early September, maybe middle September. But I guess, however, maybe they have something other plan with AJ, possibly him and Nakamura, maybe at SummerSlam, however, possibly, or maybe possibly down the road later this fall. We'll have to wait and see what happens. And like I said, however, and and I'm just saying that uh, with that happening with AJ winning the title at the Garden and uh, H, uh, Kevin winning in Philadelphia, Howard Battleground last night, it was goofy. I mean, it's kind of weird that it went that way, if you ask me. But like I said, folks, we're definitely going to keep our eyes and ears peeled on that without question. There's some, uh, I'm sure, uh, some incidents that we'll have to be uh, finding out all the story about. But right now, I just, I just don't understand why they went that way. I think it was a little baffling that you would uh, put uh, AJ as a champion for two weeks how, and then have him drop it right there in front of everyone in Philadelphia. I just don't get that. And like I said, as far as the uh, women's match goes, again, I am still surprised that they went with Natty rather than Charlotte, however. It's going to be interesting to see how much time they give both Natty and Naomi out there in Brooklyn, however, if you ask me. But right now, I just don't think it's going to be one of the better matches, however, as far as SummerSlam, unless they really give them a good amount of time. But right now, I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, a quick side note, however, before we continue on tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and John, I know you're going to like hearing this, however, tonight we got a very interesting table for three discussion tonight, however, at the table, and tonight at the round table, however, it will be Renee Young, Corey Graves, and Lita, believe it or not, at the round table tonight, discussing a lot of things, so tonight after Raw, if you have the network, be sure to check out, however, Corey Graves, Renee Young, and Lita Sitting around talking about the great moments of wrestling, however. And also this Thursday night at 10 o'clock, you can see the new Kurt Angle TV first look, however, at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, folks, a couple good things on the network, however, coming up this week, however, involving the network. First off, of course, Table for Three with Renee Young, Corey Graves, and, of course, Lita will be airing tonight right after uh, WWE Raw. And, of course... At 10 o'clock this uh, Thursday night, Eastern Standard Time, you can check out the new Kurt Angle DVD first look, ladies and gentlemen. It's true. It's true. So be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be very, very exciting. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, let us continue on, however, with our next match. However, uh, this is where things kind of took a turn, however, for the worst, however. And this is where things started to really fall apart, if you ask me. It was the flag match, however, mind you, however, involving uh, John Cena and Rusev. But before we get into that, however, I think, uh, Fonzie, did I get your uh, thoughts about AJ and KO? Oh, yeah, you did. Okay, you did. I did. I did? Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay. All right, uh, let's go to your thoughts now about Cena and Rusev. I mean, I'm glad Cena won, as I mentioned. How I'm glad that was the case. But this is a matchup, I thought, again, and I said this all last week, however, after what I had heard a few days before, this is a matchup they could have really avoided, especially after the comments made by Rusev on Twitter. Uh, but nevertheless, John Cena ends up defeating the Bulgarian Brute here yet again, and hopefully this is the beginning of the end of these two feuding once again. Let's get your uh, take on this whole thing. Uh, my thoughts? Yeah, your thoughts, sir, about uh, uh, I'm glad that John Cena won. Yes. yes. But <clears throat> this is not going to be over. Mm. I it ain't going to be over. Yeah. You know, Rusev won. 
he knows he wants a rematch with John Cena. Yep. Uh, probably cheated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but there will be a rematch next week or so, maybe. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, good points. Good points you bring it around. And our friend Mr. Patel says, yes, I hate the flag match situation. I know they've had stipulations in the past, but this was horrible. I would agree there. Uh, John, what are your thoughts about uh, Rusev and Cena? Yeah, horrible. Yes. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. agree. I mean, this went on way too long, I thought. This went over 20-plus minutes. It just it really, in my eyes, just did not click, I think, with a lot of people. And I just think a lot of people just were either disgusted by it or they just really didn't care about it. I think a lot of people were shaking their heads at times, wondering what the hell are they watching. It just really, really was subpar, to say the least. So uh, go figure. Uh, up next, of course, was our uh, next match, of course, uh, which included, uh, what was it, who this? Uh, Mike Kanellis involving Sami Zayn, but before, we had the Fashion File segment hit once again. The Ascension, of course, however, were accused of, once again by Brizongo, Tyler Breeze, and Vandango of doing this and that, however, when suddenly the lights went out, and apparently, however, both men were attacked by someone. We don't know who it was. Some people think it was the Hype Bros, Mojo, Raleigh, and Zack Ryder. Uh, my think is it's not them. It's probably con- uh, maybe more than likely Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, two members of the Wyatt family. They could set up a feud with these two. Uh, John, I got to ask you your thoughts about this segment and the culprits that might have attacked Tyler Breeze and Van Dango. It's me. I did it. Okay, so there you go, folks. John admitted, ladies and gentlemen, to everyone, however, that he was the culprit all along. There you go. Okay. No, I wasn't really the culprit. Please can, but really, in all honesty, your thoughts about this? I think it's Parker and Rowan. Yeah, I would agree there. I would definitely agree there. No question about it. I'm going to wait and see how that happens. Uh, Fonzie, let's get your take, however, about this whole thing. Uh, what happened, you know? Well, apparently Tyler Breeze and Van Dango were uh, attacked by someone yet again, and when they, before that, they questioned uh, Connor and Victor of the Ascension, and of course they denied anything about it. However, but they never showed who uh, attacked them yet again. Hey, uh, JD, I gotta run real quick. I'll be right back, Colin. Okay. Okay. I gotta run to the store real quick. I'll be right back, Colin. All right, no problem. Take your time. Uh, I'll be stepping out for a couple minutes. However, we'll get his answer here in a minute. John, you can give the plug anything else you want to discuss. I'll be back in two seconds. One seven two four 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 seven four 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 ID. It's one three eight seven four four. Press pound and one. You can join us here in a few minutes, and we are still expecting some guests on the way as well. All right, while Fonzie has stepped out for a few minutes, we'll have him back on the line relatively shortly here, folks. Let us now talk about the Canel-Sammy Zayn matches. We were just about to discuss that. 
John, your thoughts about Canales and Sami Zayn with uh, Mike Canales. How are coming up a little short with his wife, Maria, as Sami picks up the win here? Honestly, thought Canales is going to get his first pay-per-view debut win here. Yeah, so did I. Mm-hmm. So did I. So did I. I mean, believe me, you're not the only one who thought that. Believe me, I thought the same thing too. And like I said, however, it just it surprised me, however, that he would end up uh, picking up the win here. However, did Sammy? Because even though Sammy has been kind of really been in the doghouse for a while, however, it just I'm surprised that they went that way. You know, I really am. But uh, yeah. like I said, go figure. You know, teach their own. Uh, up next, of course, then we then go to the main event. However, mind you, however. Involving uh, here, it was of course uh, consisting of uh, Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal. Prior to uh, the match, we heard that the Singh brothers were not to be involved in any way, shape, or form. I don't know if Daniel Bryan told him or Shane O'Mac said anything. That being said, they did show up here in this match and they played a part. And we saw the big bump that one of them took. But the big surprise here is what happened towards the end when we had a surprise seven-foot giant return. However, help, let's just say, his fellow countryman Jinder Mahal and put his hands around his neck, however, costing him the match, costing him a chance to win the title yet again. And, of course, Jinder Mahal, Mr. Steroid Juice Man himself, however, coming through yet again with a cheap fluke victory, however, in 28 minutes. To me, this was really a somewhat okay fair match. It was all right, but it wasn't better than the other two, I thought. But still, overall, however, the big surprise here was the great Kali returning, folks. Yes, for the first time in five years, the former Punjabi playboy himself, however, helping his fellow countrymen returning to the WWE after being away for so long. I believe last I heard he was owning a wrestling school and also a part-time policeman in his fellow country of India. As a result, he helped Jinder Mahal pick up the win and somehow retain the victory. Now there's talk, of course, they might do Jinder and John Cena at SummerSlam. Maybe they could announce it as early as tomorrow night, maybe, or next week at SmackDown in Cleveland. But there's also been some talk now it could be Kali and Randy Orton at SummerSlam. I hope to God that doesn't happen, but you never know. John, that being said, however, let's get your thoughts now about the main event. Honestly, I did not expect to see the great Kali back in action. I don't think anyone did. I don't think anyone did. And just to see him help Jinder like that, I just really made me sick. Uh, it shocked me a little bit. What was your thoughts about the uh, bump that one of the Singh brothers took off the uh, uh, the somewhat Punjabi prison cage and onto the announce? It was sort of like Shane McMahon and the Undertaker fall from WrestleMania a few years ago. Oh man, that bump was crazy. You're not kidding. I mean, there were some reports uh, that maybe he hit his tailbone, his lower back and spine, maybe his up, whole back in general. I did not hear anything about it, however, after the show, however, early yet today. But uh, we will try to get an update on you on that, however. So that being said, that's uh, what happened there. And, of course, we are uh, efforting, like I said, hopefully here in just a few minutes to get Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw as well as King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, the Queen of Extreme, of course, uh, to join our panel here this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Again, let's give you the number again, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 caller ID 138744-POUND. Uh, speaking of which, every Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, you can catch Gerard, myself, and Michelle at Top Peel Inc., 11 the rest of the gang, 140562-POUND. Of course, that is our caller ID. You can listen to us from 7 to 8 every week, however, on Top Peel Inc., where we talk about the past, of course, of WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Global Force Wrestling, among other things. And then, of course, Wolfpack Radio, we are... In the saddle, once again, ladies and gentlemen, of course, beginning at 9 p.m., the caller ID every week, however, for Wolfpack is 138521-POUND. 
So, folks, be sure to check that out. Uh, before we continue on, let's get John's uh, final thoughts as far as uh, Battleground goes. On a scale of 1 to 10, John, what would you rate this? To me, this was about a 6. Yeah, me too. So you're going to go 6 as well. And hopefully we'll be hearing from our good friend Mr. Patel here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, his thoughts about, uh, like I said, what he has to say about the final matches. And then, of course, we'll go back to Fonzie as well. So, folks, uh, be sure to check that out. We will be hearing from them hopefully relatively shortly here. So let's hear what they have to say about the outcome here. Uh, so, Mr. Patel, if you want to give us your thoughts now about the final three encounters, however, we'd love to hear from you, however. Please uh, give us your thoughts, however, here, and we will read them off as we go. So uh, we will hear from you, and hopefully hear in just a few minutes with that. In the meantime, folks, uh, we're taking out some other news, however, mind you, anything else that's going on, however. Uh, one thing I did see today, however, and this is kind of, again, non-wrestling related, and I think I mentioned this to you, John, as we were coming on the air today, and if I didn't, you're going to be flabbergasted to hear this story, however based out of Mississippi. Apparently, however, this past week, however, an eighth grader from Columbia, Missouri, however, was offered a scholarship, however, to the following schools, Alabama, Old Miss, and Mississippi State. But what makes this story weird, however, is how big he is. And you're going to be saying, holy shit, when you hear the news. This kid is six foot four, 285. He's 14, and he's already being offered a scholarship to these schools. You know? Go figure, you know? What's your yeah. Thing? I mean, that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, like I said, we were just... Uh, uh, he tells us, now uh, our friend Guest Boris said, I know Mike Kanellis, however, used to be Mike Bantini, was supposed to win at WWE Battleground for his debut match, but he came up short. And now we're asking about the main event, however, and also the rating of the papers. So, folks, we will be hearing his answer here in just a few minutes about that. Uh, in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, we got uh, SummerSlam coming up just around the corner here in four weeks. Of course, August 20th on the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets are still on sale, I believe, for that event, but I believe tickets for the NXT Brooklyn show the night before on August 19th, ladies and gentlemen, are just about near sold out or close to being sold out for that show. So those of you in the Brooklyn area, however, who are looking to get tickets for that show, as well as SummerSlam, Raw, and SmackDown, however, which will all be in Brooklyn those four days, I believe tickets for Raw and SmackDown as well as SummerSlam are still up and running, however, as far as what I've heard. How I think they're still good, however, and they're still on sale right now unless they've all close to being sold out or near close to a sellout. As far as the NXT Brooklyn show goes, NXT TakeOver 3, uh, they are still, I believe, some seats available for that show, but I believe they are also coming up a little short in that regard. And by that, I mean, I think ticket sales are just about near uh, close to being sold out for that show as well. So, folks, uh, we'll definitely check that out, however. Uh, and he just told us how he did not enjoy the Punjabi prison match. Uh, there you go. And we're going to ask him now if he likes to make, he thinks the two previous ones were better, however. And, uh, uh, we're going to get his thoughts about the great Collie returning. And we're also going to get his thoughts about the overall take rating on a scale of 1 to 10, what he thought of the paper. Uh, he said for a rating, he'll give it a 6 out of 10, too, just like us. So, okay, thank you very much there. And then we will get your thoughts here, hopefully in just a few minutes then, as far as uh, the overall take goes with uh, Kali. 
In the meantime, folks, now we're going to talk a little bit. And now joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, we have a caller calling us in from Oklahoma. Caller, state your name. Where are you from, please? Hello, caller. Are you there? Hello. Hello. Oklahoma. Hello, Oklahoma. Are you out there? Hello, caller. Are you there? Are you there? Hmm. Going once, twice, three times. Caller, are you there? Mystery caller. Mystery caller from Oklahoma. Are you with us right now? I think I hear him now. Caller, are you there? Caller, are you there? All right, I'm going to try one more time. Caller, are you there? All right, apparently we have some sort of caller calling us on the line from Oklahoma. So we're going to we're gonna try waiting here for a couple seconds here and see who it is, Howard. And if we don't hear anything, Howard, then we'll just, uh, no, he's left us. Okay, Roddy K now is now joined us on the uh, chat box. So Roddy K, uh Long time since we've heard from him. That was him. Are you sure that was him? How are he? He's back in the chat, uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, he's with us right now, Spoonish. Roddy K is, at, uh, is on the phone with us right now. Roddy K, is that you, my man? And our friend Mr. Patel says, I was surprised that the great call he returned after 10, like 10 years off Jinder Mahal win at Battleground. A uh, very good point there, uh, there, Mr. Patel. Uh, Roddy, are you with us right now? Yes, I am. All right. Well, welcome back to the Raw Radio Show. You're in episode 103. you got John, Ooh. myself, and uh, everyone. Uh, we're glad to hear back from you. It's been a while since we've heard from you. How's things going? Things are good. I was just experimenting with my uh, new microphone. It's it's hideous, but uh, it's working. No problem, no problem. We got Sean, myself, my friend Fonzie will be back shortly with us, and we also have a guest for a certain gentleman by the name of Mr. Patel from Florida, however, from the Chris Peeps show, which is on uh, broadcast uh, line. However, I forget what website they broadcast out of. But uh, we were just talking about WWE Battleground. Uh, it's been a while since we've talked to you, so we've got a lot of questions to ask and uh, throw at you and see what you think. Uh, first off, uh, did you see Battleground last night? No, it was so bad that I didn't watch it, and I know it's bad. Yes. Uh, I didn't watch it. Right. Uh, of course, the, one of the big stories, obviously, of course, is apparently the return of the great Khali after 10 years. Of course, he returned last night to help Jinder Mahal uh, win the Punjabi prison match. No, uh, J.D., three years. Three years. Thank you, John. I thought it was longer than that, but yes, Jinder Mahal ended up uh, retaining there. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Cena went in the flag match. Of course, AJ Styles a couple weeks ago won the U.S. title and then dropped it right back to Kevin Owens. However, last night, the New Day went in the tag team belts, of course, from the Usos. A lot going down there, however, so you you definitely saw a lot. Uh, a few weeks ago, they had Great Balls of Fire in Dallas, however. I was wondering if you had a chance to see that particular show. Who are you addressing the question to? You. No, I'm not a fan of it uh, like I used to be. I can barely stand the first ten minutes of uh, the intro. It was about the best mm-hmm. of Raw and whatever. It's hard to uh, follow these days. 
many bad matches. Yeah, there's been a lot of things going on right now. Apparently, of course, a few weeks ago we had the Lonzo Ball thing. We had This Is Your Life, Bailey. Uh, there was, of course, last week Roman and Samoa Joe going at There's talk about they might turn that into a fatal four-way possibly between Roman, Joe, Strowman, and uh, Brock Lesnar. There is talk that Brock Lesnar might be going back to the UFC. I'm sure you heard about that last week. Uh, possibly there was also talk about the Shane McMahon airport. Uh, Chopper thing that happened. Of course, Russo made some snide comments about that with Shane O'Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what's that? The staged events. Uh, no, it wasn't staged. Apparently, he was uh, in a chopper going somewhere last Friday, however, last week sometime. And Russo made some comments about uh, Shane being in the chopper. How he says, Karma's a bitch, how and you better get used to it, Shane. And like I said, how WWE did not suspend Russo because of those comments made on Twitter. I don't know if he was doing it in character or out of character, but WWE still did not suspend him. They didn't suspend him, him is because it was part of the plot. Yeah, uh, but a like guy I on said. YouTube named Russian Bid that uh, exposes that. Well, regardless, I still think, however, the matchup that he had with Cena last night at uh, Battleground, and I said this last week when, they, um, when the Battleground match was announced, however. That that was ridiculous that they would uh, actually go that way. However, I mean he would make those kind of comments. Those were just absolutely immature comments and inappropriate comments. And I'm surprised WWE did not take any serious action on Rusev because of this. And I believe Fonzie's now back with us. Now Fonzie, have you returned to the line? Let's see. I think Fonzie's back with us here, folks. So we're trying to get him back on the line uh, shortly here with us here uh, this afternoon for episode number 103. Uh, you did say, however, you have not watched Raw in a while. I mean, when was the last time you did have a chance to watch any bit of Raw? And uh, maybe you could elaborate what you saw. Uh, yeah. I didn't see. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fonzie's not with us yet. Okay. Um... Is that a question addressed to Fonzie? No, I was asking you because I thought Fonzie was coming back on the line with us. And I was asking you, when was the last time you had a chance to catch up on Raw or anything like that? Maybe you could elaborate. I watched last week, uh, Monday. Okay. Uh, What was your thoughts about the whole Kurt Angle, Jason Jordan thing? Um, I thought thought it was a, a word that's inapplicable or uncalled for these days, but I thought it was gay. Mm hmm. In a non-offensive to homosexual, but it was so gay, and I think it's a a, a move to not, not only separate the tag teams, but to make yeah. Jason Jordan a uh, make wrestling great again, uh, put him up against some other contenders, make him the new Kurt Angle, if you will. Yes, certainly. Uh, speaking of Kurt Angle, however. Uh, have you had a chance to watch any of the new Kurt Angle uh, DVD or the network thing that they had on him a few weeks ago when Dixie Carter was on oh, that show? Oh, I'm so anxious to see that. Why was Dixie on the WWE format? I don't know. That that was a good question because a lot of people thought, however, before Kurt announced Jason Jordan as the so-called uh, his son, there was talk that last week being mm-hmm. in his backyard, however, that Dixie Carter was uh, actually – being contacted to show up on WWE television, I was thinking, dear God, I hope not. Because if they do, that'll just kill the WWE. Oh, that would be kill the hot. Is TNA still separate? That would be some good ratings for both parties. Actually, TNA just got bought out a few weeks back by a group called Global Force Wrestling. And it's funny because a few weeks ago, and John and I have talked about this along with Chad and the gang. A few weeks ago, I'm sure you've been hearing a lot about this whole Alberto El Patron page thing. 
A few weeks ago, Paige said that she was assaulted at the airport by Alberto El Patron. They took the belt off of him, however. Then, of course, TNA, or Global Force, I should say, keep calling it TNA, however. Then says, you're suspended. We're not going to let you be the champ, however. Now they're saying, however, he might be reinstated. And now Paige could be facing uh, repercussions out of this whole ordeal. And yet they have not fired her yet from WWE. And she's still being paid, however. She's recovering. And she's supposed to be back at some point into the WWE. But uh, WWE right now, over the last, like, six months to a year, however, has just completely washed their hands of her. I mean, she continues to embarrass herself. Alberto Patron continues to embarrass himself, too. I mean, this couple is just like... and. John, if you pardon me for saying the words here, the Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain of wrestling. They just continue to self-destruct everything and anything at every turn. They badmouth people. They run their mouths too much. They just continue to just poke fun of themselves. They continue to embarrass people that used to be their co-workers and their uh, non-co-workers. I mean, I'm sure you've heard some of the stories, but if you haven't, that's just some of the stuff that's going on. What's your take on uh, Paige and Alberto El Patron? Who's the question for? You. Okay. You mentioned a couple of people. It throws me off. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on with those two. First of all, contract issues, racial issues, drug, uh, allegedly drug, uh, mm-hmm. drug abuse, or whatever tested. Remember, some alleged videos of Paige, you know, doing some adult stuff. It's just a couple of. Um, I'm going to say it's just bad attitude. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put any credit into bringing them back or even wouldn't put any stock into them if I was uh, the WWE. I'm just mm-hmm. go. Yeah, and I know they didn't want to bring her back to Total Divas this year because they've already got some new cast members: Alexa Bliss, Carmella, and Nia Jax. That'll be coming up this fall. Uh, speaking of. Uh, Page, uh, John. I don't know if you have Twitter or not. Did you see the picture of uh, Paige recently? How she looks on Twitter? Yeah. Did you see how skinny she was? She looked like skinny like a toothpick, literally. Yeah. I mean, Roddy K. If you have if you have Twitter too, you have to check it out. I mean, she is so skinny now. It's scary. It's frightening almost to the point you're like wondering how much Did longer she's gonna be in it. Whew, it's it's freaky. But yeah, like I said, uh. WWE just has not suspended her yet. They have not fined her. I know a while back she got into some heavy-duty trouble around WrestleMania time at some events there in Orlando. Then, of course, this whole incident that happened just a few weeks ago during the Great Balls of Fire Day a couple weeks back. However, it's just she just continues to embarrass herself, and the family's been telling her, and her brother even said at the time, however, when they first heard about Alberto, apparently with the abuse allegations against uh basically abusing her, however, that uh, he was a bad egg, however, he had a bad temper, he was just in it for himself, and he didn't care about anyone but himself, and of course, he just continues to just embarrass uh, Paige, and... Sounds like they're both on that hard stuff. Yeah, apparently they are, because, yeah, he did say that apparently Paige had some cocaine on her, or hide the cocaine a few weeks back, uh, something like that, and yeah, he did say something about it. Yeah, they're both on the hard stuff, but like I said, I think both of them definitely need to go to rehab. I think they both need to clean up their image. I think they need to break from the sport altogether, personally. I've been saying this for a while. I think right now, them just continue to embarrass themselves uh, and their families. It's just ridiculous, and like I said, I know Paige's family is looking out for our best interests and everything like that, however, and our friend Mr. Patel says our I'm good. I will try to call in some other time, but thanks for letting me interact with all in the chat box. Uh, you're welcome, Mr. Patel. We're here every Monday, so if you feel like uh, checking in with us every Monday, you know where to reach us with your thoughts and comments. We will be glad to read your comments and questions on the air. 
And we will definitely talk to Chris Howard. And if Chris feels like calling in our show as well as you, uh, give him our number and our ID. We would love to hear you guys come on our show at some point as our very special guest caller. So thank you for joining us here today. Um, but, yeah, uh, I agree with you. It's just they just continue to just really, really degrade themselves in every sense. Of it. And as I just mentioned, uh, Brock Lesnar, however, uh, there is talk he might be going back down to the UFC, Roddy K. I got to ask you, what is your take about Brock Lesnar? I mean, here's a guy who won the title from Goldberg at WrestleMania, and then all of a sudden, within the last week to two weeks, how I said, had a change of heart. Apparently, his attitude is completely spun around 80 degrees or 90 degrees, if you will. And he said last year, oh, I'm not interested in going back to UFC. They kind of badmouthed me. They undercut me. They shortcut me with my money and everything because of what happened at the pay-per-view with uh, Mark Hunt and the whole ordeal. And now he's saying, oh, I want to go back to UFC. I'm just not happy in WWE anymore. I mean, what is he trying to prove here? He's more sociable. Did you see him in the last uh, visit with uh, Kurt Angle in the ring uh, when Norman Reigns came out? Yes. A couple weeks ago. Yes, yes. More sociable. And I would say, I don't think the... Maybe the UFC needs him. He doesn't need the UFC, but the hype is gone. What's he got to prove? Yeah. So what's he, is he just looking for a fight? Yeah, apparently he is. And if he's looking for a fight, Howard, I mean, my, my thing is this. If he's going back to UFC, does he want to fight a guy like CM Punk? Does he want to fight a big-name top contender? I mean, he's not even supposed to be at Raw tonight. He will be here next week, obviously, in my hometown, Pittsburgh. Well, so, he could uh, have a personal... Uh, desire to do it because the last time he was in there, he may not have proven what he wanted to do to himself because he had that diverticulitis issue. Right. So if sure. he's recovered from it, yes. he may want to go back to really see if it was if it was him. Is it, if he get, can he cut the muster or whatever they they say? You know, now that he's one hundred percent, he might just want to go see what he can prove. Certainly, good point. Very good. Very very good point there. And like I said, we're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, what happens, because like I said, I mean, you're right. I mean, here's a guy who's had some health issues for a while now, however, and it's just crazy, you know. Um, speaking of uh, big records, however, and John, I know you're ready to hear this uh, stat, however, uh, July 29th is this Saturday, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, barring anything that happens this Saturday, uh, Oscar will pass the New Day's record as far as long-term champion over 483 days, and if she goes into Brooklyn, however... As the champ still, she will have held the belt for a record 500-plus days. So it'll be at 5.04 going into the big match with Ember Moon in Brooklyn. So she's she's definitely uh, got some record. She continues to just shatter the record in the women's division in NXT. And, and that leads me to my next question there, Roddy K. And I'll let John... I know I'm talking all the questions. I'm going to let John ask some questions, too, here in a sec. Uh, I know you probably watched a little of NXT. What is your take right now about uh, going into Brooklyn, the whole title scenario with Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre, and also Oscar and Ember Moon? Well, I don't follow NXT. Okay. That's all right. No problem. All right, uh, John, if you have some questions about Raw or SmackDown or anything wrestling related, uh, please ask Roddy K, and we'll be uh, wanting to hear what he has to say. Um, all right, Roddy, okay. Um, what did you think about the money in the bank with Carmelo winning it in controversial fashion? Good question, John. Very good question. You talking about the recent one? Uh, was there a, Yes, was when, a, when Carmelo won, yeah, a couple uh, back in St. Louis. Yeah, about a month ago. When uh, what's-his-face interfered? James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth, a little pipsqueak. Yeah, I, I didn't. 
I don't research it too much, but I was like, what's the point? What, where are they going with this? Did they make a mistake? Mm-hmm. Was there a I know, right? Issue? Yep. yep. Good point. Very good point there, Roddy. Okay, good question. John, okay. Uh, go ahead. You can ask another one if you want. And I believe we are efforting also trying to get Mr. WCW into the uh, chat studio as well as Gerard here, so please bear with us. All right. All right. I want to say something else to to, to Roddy K. Also, um, I know you don't fall much either, but uh, also the Miz and the Lavar thing. What did you make of that? Yes, Lamar Ball issue on Raw a few weeks back in Los Angeles with the Miz and uh, uh, Maurice in Los Angeles. What was your take on that, Roddy K? No, no. Refresh my memory. What? Who is he? Uh, the Marball is the one who's the big ball brand. His son plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. He was drafting the one who uh, son said the racial word on television, even though they did not air it. However, they did say it kind of aired in the Staples Center, and people said that Vince McMahon, Kevin Dunn, absolutely freaked out when the Marball uh, had his son say that word, and that's why they ended the Miz TV segment early. Again, I wonder where they're going with these. Is it some kind of cross promotion? They have deals on the side, like all the Sonic deals, or they they segue into a Burger King commercial live skit. It's like, what was the point with that? They want to be hometown advertising, you know? Hey, we're one of you, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't know what where they're going with that. I just speaking of the Miz though, I yeah. don't like this new Miz Dow version with him, a Curtis Axel. And oh, yeah, Mr. Ross, yes. Yeah, him and Bo Dallas, yes. I, I don't get it either. They're, they're, to me, they're like, Miz thinks he, and I said this to John last week, good point, uh, I think he thinks he's already gold, Jeremy uh, Piven, and and uh, meanwhile, you got like Drama, E, and uh, Turtle, Har, and that's sort of like what the Miz Ross is like right now. That's the way they're going with it. I agree. Good point. Very good point. Um... Let's talk but about... But they're still trying to get heat, though. Oh, yeah. They still want some heat like they did with Mike Tyson. Yes. Yes, certainly. Good point. Very good I call point. it grasping at straws, by the way. Yeah, I, I do, too. I do, too. That's why I said when they did the whole Bailey thing a while back with Alexa Bliss, however, and uh, that that whole thing is just completely whacked out, to say the least. However, I, I, I don't know where they're going with that whole thing. Uh, and then, of course, like I said, they had This Is Your Life, Bailey... They had the Lamar Ball incident. They had the Kurt Angle thing just last week. How I just like you said, they are grasping straws. And speaking of grasping straws, ladies and gentlemen, let us welcome him in right now, ladies and gentlemen, the King of Kings, ladies and gentlemen, the Master of Disaster, the true top heel of top heels, ladies and gentlemen. He is Apollo Creed's uh, sparring partner, if you will, and these two are the true masters of disaster. He is the host of Top Heel Inc. He is also one half of the best damn tag team, King Ice and King Classy. He is my man himself, G to the T to the S, Gerard T. Smith up there in beautiful Ontario, Canada. Gerard, my man, you got Roddy K. and John here on episode 103. How are you, my man? I'm great. Yes, I bet you are, and I'm sure you had a fantastic weekend as well. We've been watching a lot of your new uh, podcast videos there on Facebook, and I got to tell you... Well, stay tuned, because there's more coming tonight, man. I'm getting drunk, and I'm going live somewhere. Awesome. We will definitely watch it, and of course, John will have a lot to say as well. 
besides you, I will definitely check your both, both of you guys out. Uh, we were just talking about a lot of things with Roddy K, however, and we'll come back to that in just a second, John, with another question here. You can have another question here in a minute, but we're going to ask you. Who's Roddy K? Roddy K's called and uh, been on our show a few times on the Revolution page with Chad, you, me. Oh, okay. In this case. He was in for a while. And we, uh, Fonzie's is now a fish, is out for a little while. He had to do some around. Hopefully he'll be back with us. But, uh, we also had a very special guest in the chat box today. Uh, a good friend of mine, Howard, I just met last night. Howard guest for, his name is Mr. Uh, Patel. He's from Florida. He is from the Chris Peeps show. P-E-E-P-Z show, which you can check on YouTube, however. Uh, be sure to check him out. Howard, he's a real cool guy and he laid in with his thoughts about Battleground. We just went over the Battleground stuff. We also had some of the hot news of the day, including, uh, like I said, Total Bells will be returning in September. We did hear about... And Miss Bliss will be on it, baby. Yes, she will. She, Carmela, and Naya will be on there with Lana and Naomi on the Total Divas show. Yep. And uh, Total Bells will be there starting in September with the Bella Clan. And... Uh, Let's talk about Battleground. I mean, we want to get your thoughts. There was a lot of things that came out of last night's show in Philadelphia that raised a lot of eyebrows last night, including the return of the great Kali. And we would love to hear your thoughts about Battleground. So we will let you have the floor right now with your thoughts about the matches and what stuck out for you and what did not stick out for you at Battleground. Uh, well, the whole uh, aid English thing, I don't know. Uh, that's annoying as fuck. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Singing, um, everything is annoying. Yeah. Uh, I I don't like him. Uh, mm-hmm. Ty Dillinger should have won that. Yep. Uh, I don't know why they're burying Ty Dillinger. I don't and uh, it was a good win for Sammy, but I thought Mike should have went over this time. But I yeah. guess they're doing a rubber, probably a rubber match on Smack. Or, yeah, uh, tomorrow night in Richmond. Yeah, yeah. And uh, MLD will Smackdown. be there. Yep. So... Uh, I thought Mike should have went over, but uh, mm-hmm. that's all right. Uh, it was a good win for Sammy. Yep. The New Day winning, I I thought was pretty good. Uh, I I do like the Usos, so uh, yeah. but the the New Day winning was uh, pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Natalia winning, I thought I wanted uh, Charlotte Flair to so win. So did I. I had Charlotte too. I was surprised but, when Natty went but over. If they give if they give her a good push, Natty, yeah. I think it's a good. I thought it was pretty good that they kind of got on her bandwagon for one night. They uh-huh. they let her win and everything. And uh, uh-huh. and talking smack was hilarious. With, I missed uh, it, but I did hear oh, about it. Oh, with KO, KO ripped uh, Renee. They were going at it like crazy. <laughs> I bet. And I heard I heard yeah. a rumor that. Ko wasn't even supposed to win that. Cause did you see uh, AJ at the end? He's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They said that he wasn't supposed to win. Nope. So, yep. I was surprised. I I, I said it, uh, I said it to uh, John. I said it to Fonzie. I said it to Mr. Patel. And I even said it to Roddy K earlier. I said I was surprised after two weeks they would have him drop the belt right back to Ko like that. I thought they would at least wait a month or two. And let uh, AJ have a little short, a little bit of a mild run, however. But just after two weeks, however, I was really surprised it went back so quickly. Uh, what was your take on Nakamura and Corbin? Well, that's uh, it was a pretty good battle. Uh, I guess they're going to continue the feud after the low blow from uh, the Lone Wolf. Yes. Uh, and the and the whatever the hell that match is called, the per gym. Pajami match. Yep, it was all metal. Presented. I thought it would have been more uh, uh, 
what do you call it? Yeah, it was more sadistic than Hell in a Cell, yeah. No, uh, what do you call it? Uh, bamboo. I thought bamboo. it was going to be more bamboo, but it was all metal painted like bamboo, I guess. Right. Uh, one thing I did like, how, and John agreed with me, the fall by one of the sing bars, how it was sort of like, when Randy shoved one of the sing bars, it was sort of like Shane McMahon's fall against The Undertaker, how it was crazy, how it reminds you, huh? And it's crazy that uh, Great Khali's coming back. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, that was my next question. What do you think about Khali showing up like that? That shocked the crap out of me when he came out that way. I was like, holy shit, we haven't seen him in a long time, and he looks pretty good. He looks like he slimmed down quite a bit, however. Well, uh, you know, I thought Buddy was going to drop the belt last night. I heard all the rumors that he was dropping it last night. I did, night, too. But I guess not. Yeah, but you know what? I had a feeling when they kept showing the SummerSlam, uh, 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 they, yeah, yeah, the commercial on during the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. they kept showing uh, Ginger Mahal there. So I'm thinking, yeah, he's not going to drop it tonight. Now, I think what they're setting up for, and I said this to John, obviously, it seems like they're going to set up Kali and Randy for SummerSlam, is what happened last night. And I think they're setting up Cena and Kali, uh, Cena uh, and uh, Jinder for SummerSlam. And speaking of Cena, what was your take on Cena and Rusev, considering what Rusev said earlier in the week, Howard, with his comments on Twitter about Shane O'Mac? I was just, uh, just to feed the fuel, fuel, fuel the fire. It was just, it's, it's nothing mean. It was just, uh, you probably got the okay from Shane O'Mac. Uh, it was it was nothing that uh, you know that he was being an asshole. It was just sure. a heel. He was just uh, just uh, to feel his uh, heel uh, his heel thing, and uh, you know I thought that was a great match. Actually, uh, I uh-huh. have to admit it was a pretty good match between uh, John Cena and Rusev. Uh-huh. I knew John Cena was going to go over in a flag match, but uh, oh. I thought it was a pretty good match, and I thought uh, the main event. Between yeah. Jinder and Randy was pretty good too. Yeah, they almost went thirty minutes with that match. Yeah, I would. It was interesting, no question about it. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, they got SummerSlam in four weeks. We already got one match listed, and after tonight, I'm sure we're gonna have some more matches listed for tonight on Raw. Uh, we talked about uh, the three matches that'll be tonight. Of course, Sasha taking on uh, Bailey with Alexa ready to face the winner of that. However, possibly, although they're talking about maybe turning it into a four-way. We got Finn and taking on Elias Samson, and now there's reports saying that Finn might not fight tonight. Apparently, he's still a little loopy from uh, last week's uh, shot by Samson. And right now, I think WWE has not made the call yet as of this afternoon. But I'm sure they'll make the decision here before the show tonight to discuss whether or not he'll be able to compete against Elias Samson, and uh, hopefully get into a program with Bray Wyatt because we saw last week him and Bray Wyatt start to tease a little bit of a feud with each other. And then of course we got Seth and Dean taking on the Miz to Rashar. In a two-on-three handicap match, uh, of course tomorrow night, as we mentioned, they'll be in Richmond, Virginia. Then a week from tonight, they're going to be in my neck of the woods. While in two weeks, on August seventh, however, the week before our main man's birthday, they will be in his neck of the woods up there in T-Town, Toronto, at the Air Canada Center. And I believe tickets are still on sale for that show in Toronto. And I know there's still some tickets available for next Monday's show here in Pittsburgh. And I'm sure there's still some seats available tonight in John's neck of the woods of Washington down there at the MCI Verizon Center. So, folks, uh, definitely check out the WWE when it comes to your neck of the woods, because that's where they'll be the next three Mondays. And, of course, SmackDown will be in Richmond tomorrow, Cleveland a week from tomorrow. And then I think... Two weeks from tomorrow, they're going to be either in Ottawa or I think they're going to be in Montreal. I'm not really sure. They're going to Kingston, too, sometime. 
Yeah, I think that's that's that weekend. I think before they hit the Toronto show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I did see that too. Yeah, let me pull up the uh, schedule. I mean, I think I know you're talking about. I think that's either that's the Sunday before the Monday night show, or I think it's that Saturday. I'm pretty sure right around the time. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I did read they're going to be up there in Kingston. I think like you said, either that Sunday before the yeah, Toronto before show. Yeah, before Raw, I think it was. Yes, yeah, so I'm guessing it'll probably be that Saturday or Sunday. Okay, and now back on the line with us, of course, here, uh, as we welcome him back to the line with us once again, ladies and gentlemen, is the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome back to 103. you got Gerard, myself, and, of course, uh, John. We had Roddy K on the line for a little bit. Of course, we also had our good friend, of course, uh, Guest 4, check in with us. We do want to thank him again for checking in with us here just a short time ago. And like I said, folks, we hope to hear back from him next week. Uh, we were talking a little bit about the final bit of Battleground. However, we uh, kind of left off uh, with uh, the matchup involving Sammy and uh, Mike Bennett. Of course, we got everyone's opinion on uh, pretty much except for you, however, and the overall rating on a scale of 1 to 10, which we'll get in just a minute. However, that being said, what were your thoughts about Sammy Zayn and Mike Bennett with Sammy Zayn coming through in a win against the Miracle? Are you talking to me? No, I got your pick. Sorry, no. Fonzie, oh, Fonzie yeah, okay. you, you gave us your prediction to break down already. John gave us our prediction. You, we already got your whole answers of everything of Battlegrounds. And then John gave his already, and I gave my thoughts. Fonzie was the only one who did not give us the final two matches because he had to step out for a few minutes because he had to run to the store, and he's back now with us. Uh, the Sammy Zayn match, you said? Yes. Good report. He fought Miracle Mike Bennett. The Miracle Mike Bennett. Uh, it was pretty garbage fight, mm-hmm. probably. Uh, then what? The last match? Yes, the the, the matchup involving Randy and uh, Jinder Mahal with Jinder Mahal getting help from the Great Collie and the Singh brothers. Uh, once again, Jinder Mahal can't fight his. Can do one on one match. He has has somebody else to help him. Yes. Which is pretty sad. Well, like uh, I guess like I said, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, I think he might be in for a little surprise of his own. I think uh, your boy, Mr. Cena, might be dealing with him. And like I mentioned earlier, and I told Gerard and uh, John, however, I think, and I even said to you, I do think he, there will be a time and a place, however, that he's, that they'll be it'll be coming to him. And I think right before uh, SummerSlam or at SummerSlam in Brooklyn, I think he's going to be in for a rude awakening. Possibly from Mr. Cena, but we'll have to wait and see. On a scale of 1 to 10, I gave this a 6 out of 10. Uh, Gerard, what would you give this on a scale of 1 to 10? I'd give it an 8. you give it an 8. Hmm, interesting. Okay. John? You gave me... You gave me my results, so I say 6. You gave it 6 with me, okay. And Fonzie, what did you give it? Four. Gave it a four out of ten. So, Fonzie's going below us. Okay. Well, very good thoughts there, guys, from everyone, certainly, however. And like we said, of course, next week, of course, however, we will be talking more about uh, SummerSlam, of course. A lot to dive into, of course, tonight, however. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, as Gerard said, coming up here in just a little bit, you can check his new Facebook video out. We'll have a lot to say, I'm sure, of course. Once again, the main man, of course, will be back with me tomorrow night. Uh, with the news headlines and in Wrestling Revisit at 139926-POUND, ladies and gentlemen, and 138055-POUND at 9 o'clock. John will have your birthdays and dates as well. 
Of course, uh, we also want to give a special shout-out to the very classy lady and member of Team King Classy and also of Attitude Radio, Gerard's sister, the M to the L to the D, the Black Widow herself, who will be attending SmackDown tomorrow night there in Richmond, Virginia, at the legendary Richmond Coliseum, as she will be attending that show. Of course, uh, we hope to hear back from her uh, later this week with her thoughts on Battleground as well as Raw and SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. But, of course, also tonight, of course, I'm sure Gerard is going to have a lot to say about Raw here uh, during the before, during the show night. So be sure to stay tuned to that on Facebook.com. Of course, also at 1130, be sure to check out John's uh, Facebook Raw rant after the Raw show. And, however, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, you can read it on WCWS Revolution on Facebook.com as well as MovieFansWorldwide2.0.com. And I'm sure John's going to have a lot to say because tonight should be a very, very interesting night there in the nation's capital of Washington, D.C. Well, we've got about 15 minutes to go, so, I mean, we can talk for another five minutes or so about some other news going on in the world of pro wrestling. Of course, uh, some other news to pull up as I'm checking out right now, of course, obviously, is uh, the whole, uh, we've heard about the whole Patron uh, page thing, so we're not going to dive into that right now. But I did see, however, apparently TNA, however, should I say, excuse me, not TNA, Global Force Wrestling, if you will, did announce today, however, that Matt Morgan is officially done with GFW. He has already put his notice in with the GFW brand. In fact, I'm going to read it right now, what it says here. This is the report from Larry Zonka. Apparently, Matt Morgan recently spoke with the Wrestling Inc. podcast and revealed that he has requested his release from GFW. And here are his comments. Here's the deal. I made an agreement to wrestle with them on weekends, right? Where I didn't have to leave my 9-to-5 job, anything like that. And unfortunately, it just didn't work out because they switched and they started taping on weekdays. And they're looking to travel. So when I first started talking to Jeff Jarrett about this, the idea was, you know, you guys are 20 minutes away from my house. You guys are there on the weekends. As long as you guys are there on the weekends, I can do this. Gerard, what are your thoughts about Matt Morgan's comments here? Well, they shit on him the first time he was there, uh, and he came back a few, he had a cup of coffee with them, so it's better that he leaves and goes elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And could we see him maybe show up in, like, a Ring of Honor or New Japan or possibly WWE? Uh, I'd say Ring of Honor or New Japan I would work best for him. I think that I would agree there. I would like to see him maybe back in Japan. He's a big name over there. He has done very well quite a bit over there over the years in his career in Japan. Uh, John, what's your take about Matt Morgan's comments, and where do you think he'll end up? I've seen on YouTube that he's done some podcasts recently. Yes, he's on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I watch him almost every week because he's done pretty well like us. He, he and a couple guys do that every week. Um... I'm. I think he should head back to WWE. You think he's going to go back to WWE? Okay, however. And uh, Fonzie, let's go to you. Where do you think uh, Matt Morgan will end up? Maybe GFW, ROH, New Japan. I don't know. Hmm. I have no idea. Well, we'll have to what do you see. think? I'm thinking Ring of Honor, New Japan. I think WWE. The last time he was there, didn't do a whole heck of a lot. He was there for a little bit, like uh, Gerard said, with like TNA, a couple times uh, with a cup of coffee, and also he was the same way in WWE. I don't know if he would want to come back and handle guys like Joe, like a Strowman, like a Reigns, uh, like a KO, but you never know. You just never know. Uh, one more thing yeah. I'm going to talk about real quick, and Gerard's going to like hearing this. How Earlier today, 
Bray Wyatt, however, posted the following on Twitter praising his boys, the Young Bucks, saying, the Young Bucks are really good, man. Yeah. Gerard, what's your thoughts about Mr. Wyatt praising your boys, the Young Bucks, here? Uh, I I was on Twitter today, and I seen that. Uh, that's awesome. I think the Young Bucks are way underrated. Uh, they're great. Uh, so they're getting uh, some other love from other wrestlers. That's that's good because, you know, a lot of people don't know about the Young Bucks. Like, uh, you know, yeah. the people that watch WWE. Um, right. It's kind of sad because if, if you're missing out on ROH, man, you should watch ROH. Totally. And, I, uh, and lately I have been watching some old tapes and clips on YouTube, how which I will add eventually to the uh, Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 page of ROH. And like I said, I've seen a couple on my phone, too. I watched a real good match a couple weeks ago. It was... Uh, who was it? It was, I think, one of the matches between uh, Sami Zayn and KO from ROH, and one of the last well, ones they had. That was a I, great. Yeah, match. I think it was last week on ROH. It was uh, Bully Ray and the uh, them boys versus uh, yeah. the Young Bucks and uh, Adam Page. That's which right. Is really yes. good. And I heard that was a great match. And them boys, of course, are Jay Lethal and uh, uh, oh also, Jay. Uh, Briscoe and Mark Briscoe. Mark Briscoe, yes. And I know for a fact, uh, I know I've been hearing the law of scuttlebutt hearing and saying that uh, WWE is in talks with maybe bringing in Jay Lethal, possibly. I don't know if they're going to bring him in yet, but I would like to see what happens if they do bring him in. I want to uh, see Adam Cole, baby. Where yeah, I think he? I think it's coming. I I hope I hope that I I'd love to see him in a match with Cassius Ono. I'm gonna say it right now. They haven't announced it yet. I hope they do that for possibly maybe Brooklyn. I want to see him and uh, KO go at it because they're best of friends. Oh, that would be a great match there. Yes, yes. And I know in NXT they're talking about bringing in uh, Bobby Fish and uh, his partner, who uh, you talk about uh, quite a bit, taking on possibly Sanity. That would be, a, or maybe against the authors of Pain, maybe possibly in Brooklyn. Red they, Dragon, they, yeah, they are, they are great. They're tech very, ta- they're very talented. I heard, yes, they're very, very good, no doubt about it. Uh, John, what was your thoughts about Bray Wyatt's comments about uh, praising the Young Bucks here on Twitter? Uh, I'm glad. I have to agree with Gerard and my friend. Yes, certainly, certainly. And uh, Fonzie, we'll uh, leave you with the last word. However, your thoughts about uh, Bray Wyatt giving praise to the Young Bucks here on Twitter. Yeah, I agree with John. Yes, <laughs> no problem. All right, folks, well, let's give you the number one more time before we give you our raw ratings and predictions last week. Again, the raw ratings last week, if you did not hear, are 2.15 last week, so they went up last week, so... We'll see what happens here this week, however. Uh, 1-724-444-7044. This is episode 103, 138-10, pound Again, this is uh, the Iceman along with the Human Suplex Machine, the King of Kings, ladies and gentlemen, and of course, the Heartbreak Kid. We do want to thank our special guest, Roddy K, for calling in today. We also want to thank our very new special guest friend, Guest 4, Mr. Patel from Florida, from the Chris Peep Show, P-E-E-P-Z show on YouTube. You can check him out, however, and be sure to leave a comment or two or just watch the video. He had a lot of people calling his show. He's one of the new uh, bees on uh, YouTube based out of Long Island. So, uh, again, Mr. Patel, we will hope to hear from you next week or on any of our shows. Uh, he actually heard from me last night because he called in. Uh, he actually talked to us here in the chat box today, uh, acknowledging us, of course, last night. I did talk to his friend, uh, Mr. Peeps, however, after the Battleground show when he was on for like two and a half hours, and I 
had a chance to break down the show for him. And I guess uh, Chris uh, talked, or Chris did uh, talk to Mr. Patel about this, Howard. So, again, thank you, Mr. Patel, for uh, checking with us along with you, Roddy K, as well today. Uh, before we call it a day here, usually, Howard, we always give you our raw ratings and predictions. So, we're going to do that right now, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start off, of course, with the main man himself, the King of Kings, the Cerebral Assassin, the man who always tells it like it is. And always has a cold one standing by the G to the T to the S. So we will turn it over to our main man with our raw ratings and prediction tonight. What is the raw rating going to be in the nation's capital? And what is our main event going to be tonight, Mr. Gerard? It's going to be up a little more than last week. Not too much, but a little more. Two point whatever it was last week. Mm -hmm. And I have to say Samoa Joe in the main event again. Yes. Versus somebody. I have Chad's too at the end. Okay, we'll get chats here. We'll get to go to chats next as well while we do that. Yes. Okay, hold on one sec. i got to go to the computer for that. Sure. I think Samoa Joe should be uh, in the main event because I think he should be somehow in SummerSlam main event or with Joe somehow or with Brock Lesnar. Certainly. Let's go to... Uh, Chad's right now. All right. You do that. Chad's is. He's going 2.1. Yes. And the main event will be Bailey versus Sasha. Hmm. Interesting. A good choice there. Both of you guys come up with some good ones there. I like that. Very, very good there. That's Sasha. Turn heel tonight. Let's hope. Yeah, that's well. We'll see. I I think it's coming. I think I wouldn't be surprised. I'd like to see it happen too. I've been itching for a while. I mean, I think it's time to put the nice uh, sister love uh, thing out the window at least. For or it'd be it'd be sweet. Oh my gosh, man! I'll mark out if <laughs> Bailey turns heel. That'd be yeah, awesome. I hear you. I hear you. Good points. Very good points there. No question. Both of you got very good predictions and very good scores there. No doubt about it. John, let's go to you next. How are you next? What's Raw going to be like in D.C.? And what do we see in our main event here tonight? I say a 2.3. And hopefully we'll see Bailey take on Sasha Banks. All right. Very good. Very good. Fonzie, let's go to you. Um... Sasha Banks' main event, um, it's going to be 2-0. They go down one step this week. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say 225, and I'm going to go up a little bit this week, close to 2-3 as well. And I would have to agree with uh, most of you guys. How I think Bailey and Sasha can tear down the building tonight in D.C. I, I really do. I think those guys will uh, put on a good match tonight. I hope they uh, don't uh, rush them too much. How I think they put on a good 15, 20-minute classic. How And I think they uh, definitely, like, towards it. I think uh, I've been saying this for, God, almost six months now. It's close to a year now. I think it's time soon, Howard, to turn Sasha heel, and I think tonight you have to do it. It makes sense. You have to turn her heel tonight. If you don't, Howard, then do it in Brooklyn. But if not, I think tonight will be the night in the nation's capital. Uh, before we wrap it up here, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget Gerard and I will be back in the saddle on Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, however, with Wrestling Debate along with MLD, 139925 pound. And also, ladies and gentlemen, on Thursday at 7 p.m. with Tokyo Inc., 140562 pound. Ladies and gentlemen, they'll begin underway at 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock. That is each and every Wednesday and Thursday. 
And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder how our coming up three weeks from today, how our August 14th, however, the week of GTS begins on the Mothership Show here on Talk Shoe, ladies and gentlemen, as he will be hosting all your favorite shows all week long. We've given a week to the man himself because it is his birthday and it is SummerSlam week, how his favorite pay-per-view. So Chad, myself, and the whole crew decided why not give him the best gift of them all, and that is having every show under the WCW umbrella, however, and I'm sure... Chad does not mind doing that, and we've given him the full control of Raw Radio here. So three weeks from this coming Monday, from today, I should say, ladies and gentlemen, August the 14th, right before SummerSlam, I will be calling in from the Carolinas down there in the uh, lower half of North Carolina. But GTS, of course, along with John and myself, however, will be talking about SummerSlam, and we will also get you our early predictions and whatnot. But he will have full control of that show and all the other shows throughout the week, however. And then, of course, that Saturday night, August 19, ladies and gentlemen, beginning, I believe, at 8 p.m., however, live on TalkShoe, 138982 with Attitude Radio. Gerard and myself and whoever else comes online will be giving you our thoughts of NXT TakeOver 3 Brooklyn. So, folks, things are shaping up here as we know it, however here on the radio network. Uh, before we call it a day, I want to ask everyone if they have any closing things to say. Gerard, obviously, we'll start with you as always. Do uh, you have any closing arguments to close us out with today? No, I don't. All right. Thank you very much, sir. John, are you uh, good with anything today? Yes, sir. And Fonzie, what about you? Well, we'll see how we have a good raw tonight, yes. like last week, but I doubt it, though. We'll see. Oh, I agree. We'll see. All right, guys. Very good. Very good. Of course, next week, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in the saddle again with another episode of Raw Radio, episode 104. We'll be talking about uh, previewing Raw from uh, my hometown next week, because tonight they're in John's neck of the woods. Howard. Next week, they'll be in Fonzie, my hometown of Pittsburgh. And in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, however, episode 105, however, it'll be near Gerard's neck of the woods there, up there in beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Now, as we take you out today, however, again, I do want to acknowledge, I think, again, Mr. Roddy Kay, guest four, Mr. Patel, and, of course, uh, for them checking in and calling in today. We also do want to thank the King of Kings, Gerard T. Smith, as well as Fonzie for joining the show, as well as the Human Suplex Machine, John Grossman. As we take you out today, Howard, John, what do we got to, uh, before you start the music, Howard, what is our theme to close out today? Alexa. Uh, Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. Alexa, pause. All right. What's the song called? Don't Look Back in Anger by Oasis. Good choice. So there you go, folks. That is our closing theme of the day. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman along with the King of Kings, the Heartbreak Kid, the Human Suplex Machine, and the rest of the gang saying so long from the round table here at Raw Radio, Howard. And we will see you next week, Howard, at the same time, same place. Have a good Monday night, everyone. And as always, be sure to check out Gerard's Facebook page at Top Heel Inc., however, as well as all of our other radio network shows, and even his own Facebook page where we'll have a lot to say tonight. And also, John, on Facebook.com, ladies and gentlemen, and also at Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0 and WCW Revolution page. We will have a lot to say tonight about Battleground as well as Monday Night Raw just after the 11.30 hour. So, folks, thank you for joining us tonight. However, we will talk to you again in the same time, same place, one week from today. So for now, this is the human. Oh, I almost said the human suplex machine. This is the Ice Mail with the human suplex machine, the King of Kings, the Heartbreak Kid, and the rest of the gang saying so long for now. And we'll talk to you again next Monday. Good night, everyone, and have a great night. John, take us out, please. Alexa.
play. Oh, <laughs> 